The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to Monday. What's that sound? You hear that? Uh-uh. No. Oh, oh, it's Phoenix's butthole. <laughs> oh, our butthole tightened up last night. That's tightened up. Hi there. Hi there, everybody. My name's John. There's Brady. There's Brett. Big Dick Toledo was hanging around here. So, yeah, I keep, I keep hearing that. Every person that wakes up this morning, that same sound. Last night I heard it a lot. Like 18,000 people all at once just, uh, you know. Yeah, butthole tightening. Uh, don't worry about it. It's only one game that the Suns lost. Uh, only worry after they lose the next three because they're probably going to. You can't, you can't lose that first game. Just it's brutal. Brutal. That was a tough game to watch. It was uh, the, the the DeAndre Ayton has played himself right out of town just based on last night's game. That dude, you've got two hands, DeAndre. They both uh, work in conjunction. You can grab a ball with both of your hands. Here's another thing. The ball doesn't have to be in the air for you to grab it. The ones that go by you, you can get those too. He stood and watched loose balls all night long like, oh, there's one. It's, it's, it's like he's got a, an allergy towards them if they're below his chest. Oh, he's the worst. I've seen no difference between what? this new lineup from uh, last year. Oh, no. It's oh, I know there's difference, but I'm telling difference. you, it was the same yeah. thing over no, again. It absolutely was not the same as last it year. It felt that way just Crazy. because of... They played well. DeAndre's an idiot. You, you, lost, you, you lost that first quarter coming out flat. The fact that it's a 4-5 matchup. You've got two wildly even teams. I mean, the Clippers are, are a good basketball team. Very capable of winning it all. Last year, the Suns just stopped playing. They were down 44 twice to the Mavericks. I mean, last year was something was incredibly wrong. This year, I mean, Kevin Durant played well last night. Booker played well. Chris Paul's got to hit his mid-range. But outside of that, the butthole tightening was was basically the fact Kawhi Leonard became Superman again. And DeAndre Ayton became, uh, I don't know what we're waiting for. I've been saying it for years. He's never going to turn that corner. He's never going to be that aggressive guy we all wait for because you just look at a seven-foot body and think, eventually he's going to get it, right? He's never going to get it. Uh, and he is what he is, and that's fine. But my God, man. You know, they, they could have won it. They were up nine at one point. And you're like, all right, they got the lead back. We're in good shape. 
Uh, they're playing well, and then they, you know, just uh, just fumbled it away. It's tough. Can't lose that first one. Can't lose that first one at home. That was rough. Buttholes tightened. And Westbrook almost got into a fight last night in the, in the VIP section uh, underneath there with a fan. And I got to hand it to the fan. It's kind of a viral video now, but I hand it to the fan who said something to him. There's a kid just chugging ice cream right next to the guy and what the, I don't I've I've been down in that thing uh, the at halftime the team just walks right through the food VIP people just eat and sitting there just normal folks they don't really block anything off the team just walks through and uh sometimes and most of the time everybody's pretty good but sometimes a drunk will scream something like Joel Embiid got yelled at when they just ignore it Russell Westbrook didn't ignore it and for whatever reason just grabbed his ample penis through his shorts squeezed it as hard as he could and started to go and you know, watch your, watch your, where's my beeper? Watch your <laughs> mouth, man. Watch your mother mouth. And little kids just eating ice cream. And the dude stood up and he goes, take it like a man. And this dude probably would have gotten his ass kicked by an incredibly angry Russell Westbrook. But so it is a, it was a, uh, it was a little bit tense. There were some fights on the way out. Like there was, there was a, uh, it was a tense night. I, the, the, some dude, man, we're sitting there in our seats. I'm on an aisle. Game's just about over. Four seconds left. The The noise is just... <laughs> Walking up the stairs, a guy bumps into another guy on the aisle. As he's leaving, the wine guy in his seat just catches his shoulder. He turns, he goes, watch it. The guy goes, excuse me, sorry, Jesus. Well, while he's doing that, the dude who's saying watch it drifts out a little further into the aisle, catches another dude, his friend bumps him, and he goes, now it's your fault. And he goes, no, that's my fault. They're face to face. It kind of de-escalates, and then this five foot four inch blonde girl, who's with the first dude that got the guy that got bumped, shouting oh, in the face of the bad guy, like just screaming. You don't know what the f- you do, you mother. F- he'll tear you to pieces. Like offering Uh-oh. up the fight, and here we go. And I just, I just said that chick is not going to throw a single punch in this, and is in. 100% responsible for everything that's about to happen. She couldn't just take a step back. She wasn't the one bumped. She wasn't the one involved. But she was the one just chirping. And I turned to my buddy Mark and I'm like, there's going to be fights in the parking lot tonight. This is a... Uh, you don't understand. There's people walking out after dropping 3K for yeah, the opening playoff That's exactly ticket. it. And there were a lot. I did notice there were in my section a bunch of bought tickets. The regulars weren't there. I talked to Tom Leander and he said that, too. He said, I remember in the playoffs a couple of years ago, he said, tonight I'm looking around because I sit in the same spot. And we watch the game. For the-. He goes, I'm not seeing the same faces. He goes, and last night for me is the same way. They sold their tickets. And mostly Suns fans bought them. But, you know, face value going three to $500. They're selling them for eight or nine. You spent two grand on tickets, probably, in the lower level, decent seats. And uh, you walk out of there upset. And tight buttholes. There's going to be some punches, and there were a few pushes. And it was Suns fans fighting Suns fans. Sure, you weren't at a Raiders game it for some like reason? It felt like it for I mean, a little Jesus. bit. You know what it felt like? It felt like broads. It felt like a Real Housewives. Raiders oh, yeah. fight because they're just tough. Yeah. Uh, this was Real Housewives stuff. This was, I'm throwing a baby fit. Our team lost. Should have won that game. You know, everybody's barking about one guy or what one play they saw that changed everything. And uh, blah, blah, blah. And the next thing you know, Suns fans are fighting. It was weird. But the tension was there. It's okay. They lost game one. 
Don't let anybody fool you. That's probably going the Clippers' way. <laughs> yeah, I, it, the sky is falling. There's no question about it. And then what happens? Yeah, the that, Durant that, thing was a bust. No, well, there'll be people who dumb, dumb, stupid people will say that they've played nine games together. So the only thing that can be good is that they compete in this. That they can pull this off. There's, they, they're, they're not out of it. I'm being facetious when I say that the series is over. It, they just, they just made game two a must win. That's tough. You don't want to go. 0-2 at home, so they have to win Tuesday night. That's a huge, huge and game. Is Paul George back in on that? Oh one? no, he's not coming back. He's out for he's out for the series. I mean, if they go seven games, he might miraculously come back for seven, but he's out. It's nice having a center that doesn't know how to play D. I mean, I, I don't know. You might as doing. well grab Mark West out of retirement and bring him back. Look, I mean, what the he'd hell? He'd be more physical. Yeah. Uh, the problem is in the playoffs, the game gets more physical, and DeAndre just doesn't have that gear. Yeah. You got outperformed by Mason Plumley and Zubats last night in a big way. And he did it last year against New Orleans, and he did it last year against Dallas. He gets outplayed by guys. He's a number one overall draft pick. He should be in, in his fifth season. He should be in a, in a different category than Mason Plumley. He's not. Oh, it's frustrating. Anyway, there it goes again. Dang it, I keep making it tighter and tighter. But it is tight right now. So enjoy this, uh, you know, complaint day because it's going to be. And that's the glory of uh, playoff sports. Tuesday, if they go out and run a one thirty to one seventeen game, next thing you know, people will be losing their mind. <laughs> the good thing is they overcame a terrible start, got the lead back. I don't know why they lost that lead. The Clippers are just good. Kawhi Leonard became Superman. He did. He became Michael Jordan there in the fourth Westbrook, quarter. Westbrook just a well. Westbrook's a dagger throw. He's just a hustle machine. Yeah. But Kawhi had what impressed. forty or thirty eight at the end of the night, and the next day, and you look up, and you're like, how does he have thirty eight? And then you start remembering these circus shots that he's hitting, and all of a sudden he's he's just that good. He did it in Toronto. He did it in uh, San Antonio. The dude wins titles on his own, alone. And he might he could he could carry this team at least through a series. So back to the drawing board. But in the meantime, that noise you're hearing is the butthole of a town, and it's loud. It's like a small. But at least you know, at least we're keeping it tight. Tight. LA's butthole doesn't make that noise. It's been used up. Used up. Uh, I got an email I wanted to share with you guys. Remember Friday uh, when the guy emailed and said it was an emergency? What would Brady do? Yeah. And said, I'll reread the email. It says, I've been sleeping with my ex girlfriend on the side for a long time. Uh, We both are married. Uh, No one knows we even still talk. Uh, She died last week. She lives out of state, travels here a lot. Um, and I made it to her quite a bit. Electric sex, no chance of a relationship. We just really enjoyed each other's company. Anyway, she died last Monday, found out on Facebook. Do I go to the funeral was his question on Friday. All of us immediately, no, you absolutely do not go to this funeral. You don't do it at all. It says, uh, as far as my wife's concerned, uh, this girl is my ex-girlfriend from 20 years ago, is a nothing burger. Please don't say my name, not Thomas. Uh, well, I got an email last night. Follow-up, boys. Went to the funeral yesterday. Ah, Let's do it. Pussy. <laughs> the family uh, remembered me, which I was surprised about. Her husband was very nice to me. I don't think it created any issues. Uh, my wife thinks I'm at a work event. I uh, got back tonight. No one's any the wiser tonight meeting yesterday. Uh, I didn't take your advice. Uh, I'll keep you up to date on how it goes. He showed his face. 
Why bother? Why bother emailing in then? I mean, he just yeah, wanted, obviously. You know why? Because people like that want someone in the room to say you should go. They're looking for one. They could get a hundred people to tell them not to do it, and then that one guy goes, "I don't know, maybe I'd go," and they just lock in on that guy. Yolo, bro. So he probably asked not only us. He might have asked uh, the ChatGPT show. Is oh, yeah, he? Might have, he might. Have, yeah, he might have asked every single radio show in the city. And said, uh, and and then Beth told him, "I think you should go. Death is a marker in life." Like she's so close to dying that she's probably wants everyone at her funeral. So yeah, he heard one person say, "You should go to your mistress's funeral," and then he's just like, "Yep, that person's right." And he followed their advice and left all the obvious behind. We'll see. But what I think you did, and what we talked about Friday is, I think you opened the can of worms that could very potentially be like, "I'm going to go through my dead wife's phone and see what's going on here." And I hope you better hope that that dead wife of yours got rid of all the evidence of you two. Because boy, oh boy, oh. now you got a dead, a mad dead woman's family. Is like, all right, I got some questions for that. Andy showed up at the funeral. Oh, videos. Back oh, time. Oh, oh, gonna need it. You whacking off? Oh, yeah. <laughs> got. She's got Ellison videos. Oh, of loads of Ellisons <laughs> in the mirror. Check me out. Blink, blink, blink into the sink and. Yep. Next thing you know, he's got honey dripping all over his belly button. I love you, baby. I always will. Click. All right. Well, that guy was at my wife's funeral. I'm going to call him up or send these videos back and ask him how long it's been going. And you might have just, uh, you know, this dude's going through a lot. His wife just died. And now he's going to find out, you know, she had a little side life that made her smile a little bit. And he didn't know about it. Good job, not Thomas. (laughs) Side piece funerals. Don't you ever go to movies? Remember uh, Four Weddings and a Funeral when the midget showed up at the funeral and then later he found out that it was because he was having sex with the guy in the box. He was the dad that everybody was saying, oh, we're going to miss our father. Turned out he had a a thing for little people and he was banging Peter Dinklage in both the white and the black version of the movie. Peter Dinklage was the, I think it was Peter Dinklage. They looked very similar if it wasn't. I'm not saying they all look alike, but I mean, come on. But the little guy in both movies was the same guy that he was having sex with the dead, who I believe was Danny Glover in the black version. Black version's not as funny for some reason, and it should be. But it's Chris Rock's in it, for God's sakes, Danny Glover. Could have been fantastic. Did Sandler write it? <laughs> no, I don't think he writes the black version. Hey, you never know. That's that's the times when Chris Rock is not funny. That is, is very true. Sandler's writing for That him. is incredibly true. You make a good point. Maybe he was involved somehow in... He has a like a, a a pen name for when he writes for the African American community, but yeah, it was. Uh, you just don't go do that. You just don't. Yeah, I just got an email from somebody. Don't tell me the sons are out of this thing. Like, oh, all right, the city's going to get weird, and it's we get a day off too. So tomorrow's going to tense tense up. Man, yesterday downtown was buzzing before the game too. I mean, everybody was so excited. It was. Like, this weird energy was great. But in the arena, it was kind of like, meh. I think it was a lot of first-time people going to the game, you know, their first playoff games. There weren't. I didn't recognize many people at all sitting by me. So it was a lot of sold tickets. The only other town is Milwaukee sweating a little bit. Oh, they're sweating. Yeah. If Giannis comes back. I mean, that was a hard fall. He'll be back. He's Superman. They could lose three in a row and beat this Miami team if he comes back. He's got to come back, though. I don't know what happened there. Did he? He didn't finish the game. I don't know. They pulled uh, yeah, him. I know. Was... I know. When he bounced off the ground, it was like that's no good. That's a back thing. It's a tailbone, and he couldn't walk real well. 
But I figured they'd just load them with Toradol and shove them back out there. Give them the shot. Yeah. But they're like, it's the heat. He'll be if he takes two games off. We'll just we'll win a five gamer four to one. They're, I, they're, I'm not worried about Milwaukee as long as he's healthy. Yeah, otherwise they're sweating big time, and it all lines up for one magnificent pile of f- that lives amongst us. The Los Angeles Lakers are healthy. I was so happy yesterday when Anthony Davis said, "I can't move my arm in the middle of the game." I'm like a good street clothes is going to sit out for, and then he came back like he never comes back. And they beat Memphis, and I'm like, this is all lining up for that stain of a uh, human being, LeBron James, to go cry holding another trophy. It's just going to... NBA would love to see the uh, Lakers Golden State. Oh, they would love to see the Lakers all the way through. And they don't want to see Denver for some reason, and that's a super fun team to watch that nobody respects. Nobody's picking them. They've been the number one team all year long, and nobody's saying they'll win the West. And then they went out and beat the T-Wolves by 30 last night. They rested everybody the second half. And that's a team you got to watch. But, oh, basketball. Goddamn basketball playoff. Stupid sports. Well, somebody has a, an opinion on why it happened. It was, uh, it was Sun's Day, and student body governor yeah. Hobbs jinxed <laughs> <Yeah>. it. <laughs> I talked to a lot of people about that last night, too. I'm like, you made... Uh, in fact, it was Tom Leander again, the guy. For, we were chatting after the game, and he said, uh, he goes, it, it, it just the, the energy was weird. I'm like, we don't get playoff basketball in the city. We get real excited. Like, you know, it's everything's going to matter every second of the way, and that it's an, it's inevitable that this team goes to the finals. And then one piece of adversity, we lose our minds. And I'm like, but the dumbest thing is we ex- we celebrate that first round so much. And Katie Hobbs making it Sun's Day. And when I, when I said it. Uh, Kevin Ray was there, and uh, Kevin's kid, and uh, kids, both of them, and uh, a couple of, and Leander's there. And everybody rolled their eyes and go, why did she do that? Why in the world did she do that? Her staff has to be setting her up. <laughs> yeah. Why don't you make this the be great. first day of the playoffs Sun's Day? Because she can't do it again. Like, that's the du- I declare that today is something. Sun's Day and stuff, and we're going to have pom-poms and teas. All right. Well, what happens if they go to the finals? Can we have another Suns Day? You blew it. You shot your wad on the first day of the playoffs. I didn't know that they were um, going to... I didn't know it was a long... I didn't know playoffs were so long, you know. I didn't know. Thanks, ninth grade student body governor, Katie Hobbs. <laughs> we were, we were going to have cakes and ice cream social to raise money for the team because they got to travel to L.A. this weekend. They'll be fine. You got that going on, and I don't know if you saw Biden in Ireland. Oh, he tried to numerous times. Well, what, the thing that I loved was he was trying to motivate the Irish people, and he and and it was that uh, that was the concern. Biden, yeah, we gotta, we can do anything. We're capable. Of, our nation's capable of doing everything together. So let's get out there and lick the world. And then he walks off the stage, and everybody's like, "What the hell is he talking about? Did he just say for which?" We got to go lick the world. We just had a pandemic. He he misspoke and didn't correct it. So we just told a bunch of Irish people to get out there and lick the world. God, God you're out of here. They were drunk anyway, so you know they wouldn't notice. Yeah. You got to get out there and lick, lick, lick that world. Shillelaghs, and then he just walks off the stage. He has no idea what he's talking about, and everybody's clapping like, "Right, we're gonna have to lick the world now." I guess it's like the president just said we should lick stuff. You know, the most important part is he was able to walk off the stage. Well, I don't know if he's animatronic at this point, if it's more machine than man. 
but he didn't like if you if you were to say to me Brady we're gonna go uh, we got um I really licked this movie last night I'm like all right you're gonna fix that or is, are we gonna live with that forever go with it I'm running with it I'm not fixing words I misspeak so I went to um um what do they call that uh, thunder the uh, uh, uh thunder say country Brady because you're making a mess of this nope not fixing it. You would fix it. Any decent human being that means to say we can conquer the world, but says lick instead realizes this is not this doesn't look good. But he was tired, maybe fatigued from fixing earlier, you know, the speech. How many times does he do it every day? And now he's just quitting on it. You gotta go out there. Lick that world, Ireland. Lick it. Yeah. Like ice cream. He's weird. We're in a weird place. Anyway. But everybody's going to be just fine. Later this morning, we're going to tell you how you can uh, uh, be part of winning uh, Doug Hopkins' $5,000 guarantee. He's never given it away uh, for one of the the bids he makes on a home. He goes and makes an offer for your house. You know the deal by now. As is, cash offer for your home. If that offer moves, Doug gives you $5,000. Well, he's never had to do it because he's never moved his price. He gives it to us, though, and we give it away at U-Fest. You might be standing on stage... Uh, at U-Fest on May 6th, uh, being handed a giant check that says $5,000 and your name on it because uh, today's the day we play Doug Hopkins' $5,000 giveaway. And we play it every day, all week long. And then uh, you can register uh, while you're listening online. All next week, we'll do another qualifier online. So we'll tell you how this thing works in just a little while. But five grand will be in somebody's hand on May 6th, courtesy of our friend TV's Doug Hopkins, whose birthday is tomorrow. Oh, I, last night at the H&H Ranch after the game, Doug's beloved was in the apartment waiting for him. She didn't go to the game with him. She showed up later, Joy, and sat in the apartment. I went back after the game to go grab some stuff and go home because I wasn't going to stay there. It was an early game. So I, go and I went up to the apartment, uh, chilled out for a second, and Doug's asleep on the couch. And Joy's in bed with the door cracked talking to me. And I go over and I'm like, hey, Hopkins. And I kick him in the foot. Like, hey, you got some lady's been waiting on it. I think she might even be in laundry or something. She's in the bedroom, kicking him. I'm I'm rearing back and I'm throwing like, you know, boots. I'm Andy Lee in this guy. I'm throwing punts into his legs. Nothing, nothing's waking him. Did the thing where you shake shoulders, Hopkins. <laughs> He's, He's dead. Out. He's dead. And then the only thing I get out of him was. A <laughs> I'm like, okay, he's alive, but he ain't getting up. I left and I'm like, Joy, you're on your own tonight. At least you get to. I know. Oh, it's so sad to see. A woman, a wanting woman in bed. Ready to go. Ready to go. My assumption, because I'm a man, lathered up, ready to strike. Hopkins is a lump on the couch. You got a cobra in the bed. Yeah, yeah, it's your birthday boy week. Step it up. Take a Viagra. Do something. It's 9.15. How can you be this gone? Out. I've never seen anybody sleep like that. It's crazy. And she's just sitting Naked there Naked on the couch. Yeah. yeah. So as I left, I'm like, well, goodbye, Joy. I hope your night gets better. And she laughs. She's watching TV in the bedroom. She goes, bye. Have a nice night. Shut and lock the door. And then I just hear... <laughs> coming out of that apartment because she had a power tool in there. on the crack sidewalk. <laughs> Ain't going to wake Doug with it. Oh, Doug. So disappointed. But it's his birthday boy week. So I'm sure she'll make it good for him if he ever wakes up. I was worried about him. I had a dead man on the couch. 
So we get we got to make sure we get this five grand out fast because otherwise we got funerals to go to and we can't give his money away if he's dead. Got to keep him alive for at least six days. <laughs> then we can you know get a qualifier and we'll be on stage and we'll do a eulogy and then give his money away. It'll be his last act. It'll be nice. Uh, let's get a wake up song, shall we? Five eight five nine eight hundred. A good one to keep in mind. <laughs> we all understand. Oof. It's okay. Painful. It's tight. Just got to relax. Take a breath. That thing will loosen up. Let it all out. Uh, give us a good wake-up song. We'll scream it together. It's 98 KUPD. Wake up! It's out of control now. 98 All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Simple as that. There you go. Thank you, Alliance. Glorious. Is that your guy? Oh, that's the Westbrook fight. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, Westbrook's fight has gone viral. I don't know why uh, Russell Westbrook in that video where he's about to fight a fan who, again, credit to that fan standing right up. Uh, He said something stupid to Russell right in front of kids, and then Russell... Just squeezing his penis as hard as he can while he yells back at the Pulls fan. Pulls his shirt up halfway. He always walked. He, yeah, last night he walked into the arena without a shirt on and he left with one unbuttoned all the way. The dude's got ridiculous abs. I, right now I'd be wearing that cabana shirt wide open if I had the abs Russell Westbrook's got. Dude is ripped. But yeah, that fan said something, but I don't know what it was that made Russell have to masturbate and try to fight with him, but he grabs his, I mean, he's got a tight grip on that thing right there in his shorts. And it's, if you've ever been in that little section, the VIP section, it's the ultra lounge, and then they have the other side is the uh, Gila River. It's very nice. Uh, We go down to the Gila side all the time. That was in the ultra side. And the players are just in there with the fans. It would be like, you know, if for no reason at all, the Clippers just walked through our studio while we were doing the show and we're not allowed to say anything. But they're in there. They're like, oh, there's Joel Embiid, and they just walk right by the, the big shrimp island. Like, they have tons of shrimp and, like, a buffet of food and, and a prime rib, and the food's great. And, by the way, tip a cap to Matt Ishbia, new owner of the Suns, because down in that VIP thing, that ain't cheap. To get those uh, wristbands, unless you do it my way, to get those wristbands ain't cheap. And uh, the food stunk. It looks amazing. But at first it was good, and then it went down to... Like garbage cafeteria food, horrible. And you want to go in there and you know enjoy like a you get a food and drinks. The beers are free, the cocktails are they cost you, but you pay for this. And uh, Ishbia went down there and said this is horrible, and has revamped it in his short period of time there. If it's the only movies made so far, it's fantastic. The whole evidently the rumor is with Matt Ishbia, the owner of Sons, now he doesn't tolerate things. He's impatient, so he went in and said this food's awful. I've been down there twice. Both times it was bad. Change it. And it is changed. It's amazing. It's incredible. So no wonder the players want to wander through there. And everybody just jamming cookies and shrimp and hot dogs and <laughs> prime rib and pizza. And it's, your, it's a dream world for you. It's, it's everything you close your eyes and hope exists. It does. 
I've never seen a, a better variety of food. Just foods. missing a guy with a top hat and a purple velvet coat. <laughs> it really is. It's the Wonka. It's Brady's Wonkaville. <laughs> it's amazing, and he's changed it up. But yeah. But then every once in a while, there'll be a Los Angeles Clipper standing in there with you in uniform. You know, at halftime, you're Holding like holding his crank with oh, a shrimp yeah. in one Squeezing hand, squeezing his <laughs> dick and yelling at you. And I'm like, what is going on here? This is. They shouldn't be allowed through here. They walk them right through. It's a it, Matt Ishby, a nice work on the food. Now, uh, I got a win out there. Get that done. Remember that? Uh, I got this email from a guy. It got me sparked up about stuff. Oh, that's for later. This one says, hey, John, uh, you guys were talking about something last week where you said uh, we would hate Kurt Cobain or Jim Morrison if they had lived. Who else do you think's benefited from dying young to accelerate their last to accelerate their lasting image? I'm a doctor up in Flagstaff. I listen to you guys all the time. Uh, that comment has sparked a debate in our office and actually arguments. My first thought was Heath Ledger, and you'd have thought I said Jesus shouldn't have died. Who is on the list? Had Jesus not died, probably not as memorable. Uh, was Heath Ledger really this good that people were that adamant to defend it? The Joker was good, but any good actor would have done great with that part. Uh, if he'd have lived, he'd have done 15 rom-coms and become an Australian Matthew McConaughey. A girl at my office started crying when I told her that. Another one in her late 20s said that uh, Robin Williams was her answer. I'm not sure this generation gets anything. <laughs> yeah, Robin Williams doesn't count as dying too soon. He was 66. He had Louis body disease. We didn't want to see him go on anymore. He could barely walk. And it, he didn't have any career. Like he put out two no. or three movies, and, and he had that weird it. TV show on Fox that everybody said something's wrong with Robin Williams. Oh, with, uh, with Buffy, yeah, because his face didn't yeah. move anymore, and you're like, "What's wrong with?" Him? We didn't know he was dying. Robin Williams doesn't count, but I, I always say that Jim Morrison is probably the biggest beneficiary of dying young of fame because he died young. Had his second grade poetry lived on for another fifteen years, you'd realize what a f- farce Jim Morrison was. And how terrible his writing is. And this drunken poet of the day, voice of a, no. There's only so many words that rhyme with fire that you can live with. And he mastered that in a short span and then checked out right on time to where we thought, wow, we really got robbed of his poetry. No, we didn't. You'd have heard fire rhymed with something stupid in the next album. Yeah, retire. (laughs) Yeah. Your future is dire, uh, that kind of stuff. But he would have rhymed fire in a few more songs in the next album. You'd be like, all right, maybe a one-trick pony. Then he would have tried rhyming sky with everything because that's the next go-to for the average poet. Oh, he was so bad. Kurt Cobain's another one. But I started thinking about it, and I went right to comedy. I think John Belushi is one. I think Belushi's a guy who, who benefits from having died very young because you go back and watch what he put together. And he really wanted to do some serious stuff. Well, yeah, he did Continental Divide, yeah. which wasn't bad. It was okay. It was still Typical movie. 80s movie. But then you watch the rest yeah. of the Belushi family and realize they're not that funny. Definitely He, he would have been Jim Belushi also. He was just counterculture enough for Saturday Night Live. The bees thing, that doesn't age well. Uh, Samurai, that was just a funny idea. That, that they, was Animal I House still like put that him on the map. Animal House put him on the map, but yeah. again, any fat guy could have done it. Cheeseburger, cheeseburger? Eh, come on. Come on. That was a one-trick joke that just people... The 70s was big the on... Blues Brothers Those were the skips that went Was forever. it? Yeah. It had its moment. No, Blues Brothers were great. Blues Brothers is good. It's yes. okay. No, Blues Brothers is great. When's the last time you watched it? 
two weeks ago, three weeks ago. Really? Yeah. Jesus I love Christ! That movie. You are a goomba. I love that movie. Fried chicken. Yeah, it's okay. I've li- I liked it, but I didn't I didn't laugh at the Blues Brothers as much as I just liked the caper. And the amount of cars they destroyed. Oh, they, just, they, they ruined them all and the hundred cop cars. Now, Blues like. Brothers 2000, that's terrible. I'll and give you that. But the original one. That's the argument that Jim Belushi is John Belushi had he not died. Because John Belushi would have done Blues Brothers 2000 because his career wasn't going to explode. But we, we, I don't, I, John Belushi was... The world according to Jim. Come on. Okay. Or whatever that yeah, was. That was fine. <laughs> that was a palatable, nice yeah. little show. What was that? K-9 that like nine detective movie he had K nine, K nine, yeah. Wasn't he in something with Schwarzenegger too? Uh, Jim Belushi. He did a lot of. He yeah. did a lot, yeah. but it's did you not True Lies with Tom Arnold. Was yeah, he, no, oh, that's that? Tom. Oh, Arnold. No, Tom yeah. Arnold. It was like Red something. Red, red, Dawn red Heat or Red Heat. Red yeah. Heat. Red oh, that's right. Terrible. Yeah, but that's Jim Belushi. Day? He yeah. lived. John Belushi died and has. Oh, he's amazing. But I contend that Jim Belushi just took the roles John would have taken. Had John lived, and that would have been his career. He, according to Jim, would have been according to John, <laughs> and he'd have been, you know, some background thing. It's not that. Another one, Chris Farley. Farley was okay. But funny. how? What, what would have happened after? You know. Yeah. How much longer can Fat Guy Fall Down be funny? John Candy. John Candy was a little older. Had established a little he's only more. Thirty-three. Or- I thought he was a little older. Maybe. No, I think he was, he was a little bad. older than that. He died in ninety-four. So I bet you he was later 30s at the very least because i mean he was on sctv in the late 70s so that's true uh yeah get those guys jim belushi's one that i think of immediately you know who else is one um just popped in my head and i can't think of her name uh that ugly girl from the 70s uh not gilda red no 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 she's a singer Jane Curtin. Oh. no a singer uh Lord, won't you buy me a Oh, oh Janis Joplin. Oh, right, yeah. Janis Joplin. Yeah. Oh, good. I don't get that one at all. Ugh. If she hadn't died, we got more of her. We'd have, we'd have killed her ourselves. Candy was 44 when he died. Yeah, John Candy was 44. That's not so much too young. You'd like to see more, but he did some. He was legitimately funny in like, the movies he did. Oh, oh he was Janice. great in Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Janis Joplin. Yeah. Uncle Buck's dumb fun. But Janis Joplin's on there, and there's a bunch of them. We start getting into that debate. Amy Winehouse, this guy just emailed in. Uh, Candace, one great album, I agree. One she, good one song. Pony. She had a good song, and then a second one. That like, ah, it's not good. so bad. It's okay. It's not. It's good because she's dead. You get two I or three more of Amy Winehouse's selections, you'd be like, ugh. That was Larry's jam, wasn't it? Didn't he I think it love was. her? He thought she was, was hot. I yep. don't see that at What all. are we looking at? What what what, what screen are you looking at Track to be marks. sure? Because I think I'm looking at the same one you're looking at, and <laughs> that girl's not hot. I know something about her. Like, yeah, the, I don't know she looks like a emaciated, pony-faced drug addict to me. I don't know what's going on here. Yeah, Amy Winehouse is a great one. A lot of people saying Chris Farley on the emails here. Paul Walker. Young, yeah. Does he revered, though? Nah, he's basic. He would have been, you know, at least an eight more. Yeah, Fast and Furious this is. But is that something we look back and go, wow, we were really robbed? Because they just kept making them anyway. (laughs) It's not like without them they got better or worse. Nobody ever says, boy, the Paul Walker lists, Fast and Furious this is, aren't as good. I don't think anybody notices which is what. Most of them would say, is this one with Paul Walker? Is he dead yet? Paul Walker's probably... Aaliyah? Less on the list. Maybe Aaliyah. I don't know. I think Aaliyah would have been good, actually. I think she's one that deserves, right. deserves the credit. Eye. 
<laughs> Left eye had already done her thing. <laughs> I think Aaliyah might have been all right. Like, I think she She's might have actually been talented. The movie stuff. Yeah, she might have been something. We might have gotten robbed with Aaliyah. We didn't get robbed with Cobain. We got just enough. Certainly Jim Morrison. <laughs> Certainly Jim Morrison. But Jim Belushi, or John Belushi's uh, one of my first. Joaquin Phoenix uh, is alive, Tyrus. I think I was, that's something. <laughs> yeah. He's his brother, River. I was wondering if this was going to come up. Got like four texts and a lot of suggestions. Chester Bennington. They put out a pretty good catalog at the time that they were here, though. Did we? Or that he was here. Does he benefit from his passing as more legendary than he would have been had he stuck around? Maybe. Jimi Hendrix would have been amazing. Yeah. He's one we did get robbed of. Hey, Crackers, how about Selena? John Bonham. Selena. I don't don't know enough about Selena. I don't either. Apparently she's huge, though. I think she benefited from the death because people like you and I know Selena. That do I? We wouldn't have known her even if her career would have gone on. I don't think we'd have known about Selena as a bunch of whiteies. Would she have appealed to us to the point where we knew who she was? Is she going to go the route of J-Lo or something? To where she, you know, everybody knows her and she can sing in both languages. And I don't know that, I don't know that if out, without Selena dying and Jennifer Lopez playing her, I'd have known who Selena was right now. Here's, an, here's another one along those same lines. Richie Valens, the big bopper. Would we be talking no, about the no. big, big bopper? Well, the big bopper was a yeah. goof. Yeah. yeah. Hello, baby. And that was it. And then he ate dirt. How about the dude from the Gin Blossoms? <laughs> Doug what? Hopkins is yeah, his name. Yeah. Did they lose the one? Yeah. yeah. They wrote hey, their, the guy wrote their all songs. songs. Really? Yeah. yeah, that's why yeah. you really never heard much Believe. from him. Yeah. His name is actually Doug is. Hopkins. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I disagree with this. Biggie and Tupac? I think, uh, I think Biggie's would have been huge. More huge. It was huge. Yeah. I know. Yeah. But I think well, there's an argument to be made for Biggie. Because it gets into that thing where it's like, again, mainstream... My dad knowing who Biggie Smalls is is only because of his death. And my dad thinking Biggie Smalls might be a legend is only because he died. John, you're a baseball guy. What about Roberto Clemente? Absolutely. But he got his 3,000th hit and then died. Roberto had an amazing career. I think we got all we were going to get out of him as far as baseball. Maybe a little more. Thurman Munson. Thurman Munson. Yeah, you start thinking this. But this argument goes on forever with sports and... (laughs) Even though he was older in his 50s, Chris Cornell, though. I still think he would have been. Oh, yeah. I still think he would have been. John, how about the love of your life? He left too soon kind of thing. Absolutely absolutely right. How about the love of your life? Betty White. (laughs) Died too soon. (laughs) 100 (laughs) is too soon for me. I needed more Betty. She had more in the tank. Uh, Bruce Lee, this guy says. Oh, you are tapping into my... Bruce Lee's the most overrated dancer on the planet ever of all time. Oh, you're I, pissing I, people off. Now. I know. I say it every time. Bruce Lee is one of the most overrated uh, choreographers that's ever walked the earth. He is Bob Fosse of martial arts. The guy is a dancer. The best treatment he's ever had in movie history was Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, where Quentin Tarantino painted him as a jackass. Uh, he was a jackass, and he gets into a regular fist fight with Brad Pitt, and basically is you know gets a few good licks in. Was he talented at what he did? Yes. Was it all choreographed dance moves? Yes. <laughs> what about Big Buff or Buff Love from the Fat Boys? He was 28. No, Brady, not oh, no. Geez. You're missing the point of there. You can take a lap. You can just wander around. <laughs> did, did you just Google who died too yeah, soon? I want to know how many Fat Boys yeah. are still alive. I don't think any of them are. I, don't, I wouldn't say any of them are either. Yeah. You should have Googled that years ago. I didn't, <laughs> you know, separate to this uh, discussion. What about I Dimebag? Did. 
uh, did they have more to offer? Were we robbed of, of more? We're robbed of live shows. But he and Phil aren't getting back together if he's still alive. Hey, you never know that money. Ooh. You know, we always especially, thought that about the Eagles, Van now. Halen. We just had the Van Halen shouldn't got back together, but still, four hundred dollar tickets. He's coming back. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, that would have been pretty awesome. So yes, we were robbed of the potential reunion, and you don't want to see a guy go out the way he went out. No, and I disagree. John with this Bonham one. from Zeppelin kind of impacted that group a little bit. They never really. Yeah, Karen Carpenter. Come on, <laughs> she died too soon. She had the voice of an angel. And I disagree with this one, Stevie Ray Vaughan. Stevie Ray Vaughan had a, oh, he had a good lot catalog, but he's he'd still be out. Stevie Ray Vaughan had just kind of figured out, like, how, like he had just kind of broken in. If it wasn't for uh, Nile Rodgers and Let's Dance by David Bowie, yeah. Stevie Ray Vaughan was going to quit. He just couldn't get it. But that dude had a lot left. Like, he'd be one of those... You know, touring all the the small arenas every year, you'd go see him just because he's just magic on the guitar. No, Brady, the shady you're looking for is Easy E. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good argument, though. Uh, Phil Hartman. Phil Hartman, I'll go with that. Do you think he Even benefited? He, was older. he benefited from dying. I don't think so. I don't think so either. Yeah. I think we kind of those. Those are those things like. Randy Rhodes is once once said, uh, no question. Yeah, that's oh yeah. But we're, you're talking about dying too early. That well, there's a ton of those. I'm talking about people who died and, and then became super famous them. because they died. Here's a Jim Moore. It's the Jim Morrison. Thing. Here's a controversial local one. Uh-oh. Pat Tillman. Oh, that he's amped up because of yeah. his death. Uh, less because of his death and more because of the lies. The that lies that went around after. it. Yeah, I agree with that. Pat Tillman was definitely not. Famous because he died, right? Uh, and 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 uh, you know, not saying, oh, he was so great, we could have gotten more. I think that's true, of Pat Tillman. I, don't, I like. I look at Jim Morrison as the like the Mount Rushmore of this argument. Jim yeah. Morrison, uh, Kurt Cobain. Uh, I'm going to throw Janis Joplin on there just because I don't yeah. get it. Okay, and then maybe John Belushi. What about James Dean? He only Another had one. three yes. movies. That's a good yeah. one. Yeah, James Dean yeah. is super famous because of that. Yeah, he had because, three movies, yeah. and and I mean, he was kind of a weirdo. Yeah, like you know what he is to me. He's he's iconic, like that. That oh yeah, because he's dead. Film. Yeah, that neon uh, you know lithograph of him mm-hmm. and Monroe in the diner. Yeah. Yeah. He wouldn't be iconic. Marilyn Monroe's another one. Yeah, did she have more to give, or were we pretty much all tapped out of Marilyn? Yeah. Screw you, Toledo. Biggie would have ended up in Ice Cube movies, like art with an RV or yeah. something for kids. James <laughs> Dean might replace John Belushi on my Mount Rushmore of. You're, you're more famous because you're lucky you died, Mount Rushmore. Yeah. But nobody, and I mean nobody, benefits from it more than that horrible, awful Jim Morris. You guys don't know him, but Mac Miller? Yeah. Know a little bit about him. Mac Miller's yeah. pretty amazing. But again, that's dying too soon, yeah. not not getting famous because yeah. of it. Yeah. Keep Jim Morrison in mind and go, does this follow, which category does this fall into? The Jim Morrison God, this guy was the most overrated piece of garbage uh, ever to walk the rock world. Or uh, does it fall into the, you know, wow, we lost him too soon. I'd like to hurt more. John Benet Ramsey. Really? Wow. You know what, though? She'd lost her five-year-old figure. She'd really, she put on a few pounds. Would she ever look the same again? John Benet was, you know, going the wrong direction. I believe we've had just about enough Dick Toledo signed his dad. <laughs> Leonard Skinnerd, the entire band. Yeah, I I don't know that that's true because they just kept going with new guys. John, your favorite subject, JFK. Huge one. 
How, yeah, how, JFK needs to be on my Mount Rushmore. I need like 10 people on it. JFK is famous or revered because he's dead. Had he stuck around, controversy uh, would have been scandal after scandal the after scandal. The debates. Oh, it, 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 I don't even think it would have been debatable. I think the longer he stuck around, the more people, because he had so many enemies because his family was so crooked, that had he lived, we'd have found out everything there was to know about him, and he would have been just brutalized had he kept going. And his brother, too. Like Half, half of me thinks his own family was in on killing him because they were getting too close to uncovering the Kennedy secret. The director from Rust. <laughs> if you could have given me a name you wouldn't have known the name that's the well, problem that's the yeah. point you yeah. would have given me the name and been like they're famous for this yeah somebody asked uh, what about Ralphie yeah I don't know and that uh, hits close for you guys well, so you I don't know. know that he ever broke into uh, the... he exploded after his death yeah he didn't really he, uh, he well, didn't explode Brady, before nice. <laughs> yeah, and that's very true <laughs> it was on a floor uh, next to a shower uh, had they not found him another 10 minutes, he would have actually gas exploded. Another sports one, Len Bias. Maybe he was set to but be he didn't the number come one w- draft pick. Yeah. Too soon, though. He was. So was uh, Sam Bowie, and look what happened to that. Yeah, you know? he, yeah. he was. The, yeah, you can't assume, you know, Maryland superstar Len Bias, who coaxed himself out in a car, was going to be great. Ooh, Homer, I hate that Janice Joplin. Oh, I am with you. The worst. Never understood that one. She's awful. Everything she screeched out of that ugly little face, and people just lapped it up with a spoon because they were all high as a kite. That's why. That's why Morrison was good too. The whole, all of his fan base was completely stoned out of their brain. John Denver, he didn't crash soon enough. (laughs) Yeah, he could have benefited from an earlier crash. Fire, fire, tire. All right, second grade poet out. I need another drink. Of course you do, Jim. You're just an annoying drunk who rhymes fire with everything. Come on, baby, light my fire again. Yeah, the follow-up. Nicole Brown Simpson has been offered up. Now stop it. <laughs> She's only famous for one thing. That's not. You're missing the argument. God damn it, this doctor that emailed has ruined the show. It is, a, it is an interesting thought, though. What about Kinnison? Is he... Would he have gone the route of Andrew Dice Clay? Now, if Dice, yeah, Clay, if Dice yeah. Clay had died at the pinnacle of his like, fame, would we look back and go, oh, my God, he's one of the funniest people on the planet. But you get 30 more years of Dice and realize he had that. Yeah. And he can act and he can do stuff, but do, oh. did Dice benefit from sticking around? There's something to dying young that makes your career better. Oh, we know this one, but the guy says, I don't know if you're familiar with him, but Patrice O'Neill was awesome. Oh, brilliant. Patrice O'Neill was great. And, there was, and Patrice was going to be around doing genius stuff mm-hmm. for another 30 years. But that's, again, that's dying too young, not benefiting from your death. Lennon? I mean, think of what he'd accomplished by the time he died. Yeah, that's the thing. I but think again, that's what I'm saying, but then look what he was some of those starting guys to put out. I mean, with Yoko. that category. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're saying he would have gotten worse. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I think he would have went the Kurt Cobain route. Would we have? Well, we probably would have got a Beatles reunion at some point, yeah, which would have been go. amazing. Would we have but, tired of John Lennon after a while? I think so. Or if Elvis Maybe. was around today, what would he Elvis know? gassed out. He, just yeah, he was done. He that was, yeah. Elvis left right on time. John <laughs> Elvis left the building right yeah, yeah. on time. It helped. We didn't need more Elvis, and he was already... An insane figure of like he didn't need to die well, look to become how long famous. That lasted yeah. after the fact. Yeah. It just went. 
John, how dare you leave August Ames off this list? Oh, August Ames. But you see, you're making the list of people we want more of. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, I want somebody, like, uh, what's the one who got her head lopped off, the, the, the porn star? Anna? Yeah, the only reason you know her is because of how, like, yep. she died. And, of course, the, the, you know, the champion of all this is Jesus. Had he not been put up on there, no one would remember his name at all. He George just, Carlin? George Carlin died when he was like 80. I know, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. And I think, he, I think he was, at that point, he was, he's done what he was going to do. We were 15 years way past, but yeah. George Carlin doesn't count as a guy who d- got famous because he was dead. <laughs> Amelia Earhart? Yes. yes. <laughs> she benefits from dying. The only reason she's famous is because of her crash. That's a good one. So this guy says, help me understand the argument again, because I think Nipsey Hussle died too early. Yeah. But I also Ooh. think we could have gotten more from Prince, but he was already on the downside. Which one, which well, is more likely to be on your list, Prince or Nipsey Hussle? To be super famous and revered because their death stopped their career in the ways of Jim Morrison, Kurt Cobain. I mean, just think of Kurt Cobain's next seven albums. Right. Had he not died. Cringeworthy thought because it it was not going. They're all going to be gems. It was going to suck. It was right. going to start really sucking. And if, again, it would have been that dude. What are you yelling about? Like <laughs> you're you're just shouting nonsense at this point. For for a minute, he tapped into the social need for him. He wasn't going to last long. It's one of those comet people. It's like they come and they go, and you're like, that's he's famous now because he died so young and left us with so little. You know, it's a good thing he left us with so little because the more and more he'd have put out, the less and less we'd have liked him. Bin Laden became legend because of the way he died. <laughs> no, he didn't. Big time <laughs> legend right before that. You might remember his other works. <laughs> I think we knew his name prior to him dying. I think he seeped into the culture, the fabric of, of the culture, he not because he died. After the fact. No, he, we knew who he was. That's why the world was hunting for him. I'll tell you who died too soon. God damn it. Uncle Jack, I need answers. <laughs> Breaking Bad's Uncle Jack. No, no. Brady's, no, Brady's, Brady's, Brady's Uncle Jack. Jack. Oh, I was going to say, Breaking Bad, we pretty much got him. Everybody's dead. But yes, in the same vein, Uncle Jack, you don't need answers. They're all, it's all spelled out. It is crystal clear. Brady's Uncle Jack had going on. He didn't touch that wife of his. She had to go have babies with a doctor. They had to make up stories about that to protect family image. Garden. You know, was, and then he banged a gardener a few times, got caught. Uh, yeah. No, it's not about who died too soon. It's about who died and because of that. Uh, Bruce Lee, that's a great one. JFK, Jim Morrison, Kurt Cobain. James Dean. James Dean, that's a great answer. That's a really good one. Because dying too soon, that's an easy argument. But you start adding in the very uncomfortable darkness of, eh, because they died, we think they're great, but they weren't that great. And I uh, immediately did that dumb face of Jim Morrison pops into my head. The most overrated rock band in the history of music. So talented. So untalented. Fire, fire, tire, liar. I only know what rhymes with fire. <laughs> there would have been a song called that on his next four albums. I'm like, Jim, what do you got? I just wrote this. I only know words that rhyme with fire. Cryer. All right, he's just going to rhyme fire for now. Just let him record it. He's revered. He checked out right on time. Expire. Yeah, oh, yeah. He would have done all the fire rhymes and would have been like, Jim Morrison actually sucks. This guy said, what about Freddie Mercury? Nah, wildly famous before his death. Death didn't help him. Didn't catapult him to another right. level of... 
sadness. A stratosphere of amazing. Wow, we didn't get enough. We got a lot from Freddie Mercury. And he got a lot from us. Adam Walsh, John. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Launched his dad's career. That's true. His dad would disagree. <laughs> Did Adam go too soon? Yes. Because he was, what, eight? You pricks. But it did start America's Most Wanted and made John Walsh famous. Oh. So John Walsh, the beneficiary of Adam's. Past. John, I'm with you. My take is Kurt Cobain is the Dane Cook of comedy. He tapped into the of scene music. at the correct moment, yeah. took advantage of it, but really, really, we don't need more. No. And he died, so everybody puts him on a pedestal. But you, you didn't want to hear more from Kurt. It would have been awful. Ugh. Yeah, Kurt. And I... You know, especially watching documentaries about the guy. What an unlikable prick Kurt Cobain was. You know, just a jerk. Cliff Burton from Metallica. See, I think that's one where you say he died too soon. He didn't get famous because of... Mm. He would have just been part of Metallica. He would have been part of the 72 Seasons thing. Crazy. Anyway, it's an interesting thought. And it sparks a lot of people yabbing about things. But You could technically say DeMar Hamlin. <laughs> For a little while. <laughs> DeMar Hamlin's only famous because of that. Yeah. River Phoenix is one that gets a lot of push. He wasn't that great, but because he died, everybody's like, so, oh, yeah, it was one of the Stand By Me yeah. and Indiana Jones, right? That's pretty much it. He did a couple of little things. but I mean, Heath Ledger's the same. Heath Ledger was a great actor, but, I mean, everybody, everybody's like, Came oh, a little more he famous was the next Marlon Brando. Yeah. And I was like, we don't know that. And I agree. I think he'd have been a rom-com superstar like McConaughey and just kind of been... Run-of-the-mill guy. Can we go movies, John? Because I'm deep into this one. How about the Rocky universe? My take whoa, is, whoa, a, whoa, would whoa, Apollo whoa. be more impactful <laughs> alive than dead? If Apollo had lived on, right. would he be as memorable? He'd be there for his son. He would have been there maybe to stop Rocky from going bankrupt. Yeah. Training him. Yeah, Apollo's, Apollo living on would have changed a lot of things. So he's up on the mountaintop of Apollo's one of the greatest of all time. He wouldn't have allowed Rocky Five to happen. That's true. I yeah, mean. Would have, wouldn't have, Tommy Gunn wouldn't yeah. have been on the set. <laughs> okay, I can see that now. Yeah. I'm in on yeah, that. Yeah, I'm with that. But he's revered because he passed. So now he's in the argument of the greatest of all time. And would he be had he stuck around? Interesting thought. Even in the uh, fake world. The phony one. Okay, everybody's a dick now. Argument over. Connor Clapton? Okay, that's enough. That is enough. He was too... Yes. He, he had one song. Yeah, he was... Yeah, yeah. I didn't need to hear more from Connor Clapton. Before you close the book on yeah. that one, Lacey Peterson, somebody just... All right. No more of that. She is... She, yeah, okay, that's it. Again, only famous and revered because of what we know. We didn't know her before. Yes, there are plenty of murder victims that are famous because of that. Chadwick Boseman. Oh, now you're getting touchy. He's pretty it's great. So, but it's it's too early into it. Now he's pretty much they he's pretty much put up he's on He's on his, the top already. He's on a standard, but yeah. he, it was Will it become more famous after the fact? I think he is already. I think he benefits a little bit from the passing of being greater than he actually was, although he was pretty great. Now yeah, they're flying he was, in Travis he was Alexander. Travis Alexander's another one. All right. And, all right. Murder victims are not in on this. <laughs> Somebody said Patsy Cline. Yeah, Patsy Cline is famous because she's dead too soon, and her music was okay. It's all right. 
I don't know. You could argue, and that's the thing. And uh, look, this doctor said we mentioned it in passing, and his office has been arguing about it for three or four days. It, I could see where that happens. Because you get dummies out there who start throwing Connor Clapton at you, and you're like, all right, everybody back to work. Jackasses. Good pull, though. I mean, it's a solid. I didn't know his name was Connor. Me neither. <laughs> I, I would have to look that up. Bruce Jenner is famous because he died. That's true. Bruce's death is legendary. Oh, here's one. What about Lane Staley? Man, I don't know. Would he have went the Kurt Cobain route? or That's a good one. Lane Staley is on a pedestal because he died, and we thought we'd get more from him. Yeah, that could be. You might have gotten some bad Because he did great stuff with uh, Mad Season, though, too. Maybe Lane Staley is uh, catapulted a little bit into the next level because he died. I think that he might. That pains me to say. Yeah. Not as bad as fire, tire, buyer guy. This guy says, you know, you're completely wrong on Mr. Fire. What about the end, an epic song? Five to one. When the music over, father, not to touch the earth, strange days. Basically, he was drunk Sinatra. You don't know the deep cuts. That's what I attribute your ignorance to Jim Morrison to. Right. I couldn't get to the deep cuts. The songs I did know sucked. This one came in a couple times. Why would I listen to the not popular doors when the popular doors was so bad? Chadwick Boseman came in. That's what we were just talking about. You didn't hear that? I'm I'm going through all these (laughs) nightmares here. (laughs) Brett Brett Mays just passed. George Floyd. Somebody just said that. You all are out. You're all done. We're all done. You're all done. Natalie Wood. Natalie Wood's popped up. I've decided not to bring it up, but Natalie Wood. Help me out with this one. Brett, Lil Peep. Who? He says, Lil Peep is only considered good because he died. I'm I don't even know. Now again, you're asking four middle-aged white yeah. guys about how many people in rap benefited from dying. Right. Look, there's a thousand dead rappers, and Nipsey Hussle is the one that I had to have explained to me how important he was to the rap community. I didn't even know right. he's a big deal. Alex actually explained it. To yeah, me. My, yeah, that's it's that's a yeah that's a young person's guy. But Nipsey was around for a long time. A long time. I'd play some, but I can't find anything that's not explicit. No, little peep, little peep. I'm not listening um, to. John, <laughs> to go along with your Cobain argument, how about Bon Scott? But the band carried on without him. Yeah. So that's a little bit different argument. They got bigger without him. They got yeah. Huge. Bon Scott's an interesting one, but he did he get more famous or when they replaced him forgotten? Did it? That's a that's an argument I just had yeah. with somebody because like if uh, you're if you're saying Bon Scott would have like if ACDC would have just shut it down, would would Bon Scott? Here's the sure. thing about Bon Scott: had he done the Back in Black album and then died, would it have been as famous? Oh yeah, or? that's just great music. Yeah, and then dies. Now he's in that category of like, oh my god, we lost a, we lost a genius, we lost a brilliant man. Uh, I want. Would they more. even think of uh, bringing another vocalist in at that time? Maybe not. <laughs> Except for then they find Brian Johnson can do the exact same thing. Yeah. You're like, all right. So I think Bon Scott just became like replaceable. Yeah. After he died, it's a bit niche. But do you guys listen to Jeff Buckley? I think that he would have been. He became more yeah. famous because he died. Left a lot on the table. Yeah, that's kind of a double edger though, because that's just like he's not huge. Yeah, he didn't get he didn't get wildly famous because he died, and then like all of his songs are now like oh the doors. <laughs> I keep going back to that idiot. I can't stand that guy. Well, Who's not... that girl with the pineapple in her belly? <laughs> what? 
That's Tiffany Ramsey. Oh, that's oh, the- Jesus. Yeah, we got that one. <laughs> oh, my God. He knows I'm not specifics. <laughs> yeah. Unbelievable. The pineapple in her belly was her last meal because she ate the pineapple and bananas and milk, I think. It was pineapple and milk. She like, made a little cereal, and that was on... And that was her last meal before they threw the garage around her and tossed her in the uh, basement and then tried to blame the handyman. I'm talking about her parents. Yeah, it's not a too soon argument as much as it is, you know, that we think they're great because the only thing we got was just a small sample size. Didn't Princess Di become an icon because she died? Her death well, no. No, she was big. She I was like, she, she changed everything about charity, like, everything. Wow, well, just being royal. Mm hmm. Like, she changed the royal family. Fuck Remember in elementary royal. school, we watched the royal yeah. wedding in school. I mean, it was like crazy. crazy. Yeah. It was it was a happening. Yeah, I think it was second grade or something. But... It was like 1980 or 81. Yeah. Yeah. That was a big deal. Yeah, we've had, yeah, she was a, she was a game changer from jump. And then her death was just like, oh, just, it was just a, it was almost a weird fairy tale that ended so terribly. Yeah, I don't think she's more famous because she died. Conspiracy. And yeah, there's a whole bunch of story with that. But she was super, super duper famous no matter what. <laughs> People are just being dicks. And then sending me pictures of Amy Winehouse and saying, show this to Larry and, and ask again, like, what was hot about her? Is this toothless ghoul Amy Winehouse oh, yeah. picture. Oh. Ugh. Yuck. I never got that when he told me that. I was like, what? He loved Ooh. her. I don't know. Anyway. Stop it, Dr. Argument from Flagstaff. That would have been the filtered uh, album cover shot or something. It did kind of devolve, though, from the original meaning of the argument to who died too soon. There's a ton of who died too soons. Yeah. But the ones who died and then got famous because of it. Bruce Lee. Brady's favorite character, uh, Whitney Houston. Gave us an awful lot. She was I think she was done. And she was already she was super famous. Done. She was yeah. done. Already wildly super famous. Nothing about her death made her bigger, you know? At all. James Dean's a really good answer. Because I've watched his movies and, eh. He was like McConaughey back in the day. Yeah. Like, good looking dude. Brooding. Yeah. Like, you know. It would just be the upside of the, uh, you know, he had all these other people wanted him on these films. Yeah, but he was like Robert he Pattinson. Yeah. He was kind of that was brooding. He ticket at the time. Yeah, in all three movies, he plays the exact same character. Yeah. I don't, I didn't, you know, Giant was okay, Rebel Without a Cause is, eh. I don't I mean, even know what the third one is. I don't either. Yeah, I mean... There's Rebel, Giant, and whatever his third movie was. And he was the same in all of them. You are for a little primer on Lil Peep? Yeah. John, the reason I mentioned Lil Peep is he w- he wasn't influential in rap. He was Swedish. His name is Gustav R. With umlauts. <laughs> all right. See, if you have to explain it, you're making my point for me. I don't know who this guy is, and, and now I even know less about him as you explain him. I'm like, I, I'm so lost in this cavern of I don't know who you are. Little Peep dying? Nobody made a peep about it. Little Peep was the definition of his impact on the planet. I don't know if we mentioned this one already. This one's for Brady. What about Bushwick Bill of the Ghetto Boys? <laughs> all right. You guys can have oversized heart attack talk on the, on the side. It's a B. Bogan at 98kutv.com. <laughs> Heart-exploding fat guys can chat about can I, <laughs> whether or not they went too soon. Can oh, I go, Bill's a good one, though. Can I go quantum leap on this, John? Oh, boy. When your sister station down the hall goes away, will it become more famous? Which one? Oh, 
I think they mean all daisies. Yeah, oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> I mean, they'd have to have no something. They have to have something <laughs> no, happen no, now. Nothing. Yeah, to but, be remembered. Yeah. Well, nobody's going to remember them. They have no hits. <laughs> Brian Piccolo. Brian Piccolo is a good one. He got eh, there's an argument to be made that Brian Piccolo got super famous because of his death rather than his career. Right. He was just friends with a good running back. He's Gail Sayers' roommate. So here's I love the you, Brian and by the way, I can't. I don't know what Brian Piccolo looks like. It's James Conn. I have no idea. Like if you oh, see yeah, Brian Piccolo, yeah, I, I have no. He idea looked a lot alike. Same way. Okay, I hope so. Same way. Because the only guy I see is James Conn. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I five, vaguely five. know what George yeah. Plimpton is, but because of Paper Lion, I think, yeah. I think yeah. Alan Alda all the time. Yeah, Alan Alda is the one. <laughs> I know George Plimpton because he's just so uniquely strange, but Alan Alda played him. He don't look like James Conn at all. Wouldn't have been able to pull him out of a lineup. He looks like David Ferry from JFK. He what, does. I mean, should have Joe Pesci play him with the eyebrows. Yeah, he got He's revered, but it's the movie that did that. John, so we're not going to talk about the elephant in the room. What about the corpse we have for president? Dude's been dead for years. We're living in a weekend at Bernie's. He's just being paraded around. I I salute everybody involved in this for not making it political until 18 minutes in. (laughs) Congratulations. You finally brought, uh, you know, all this in. But Kennedy's on the political list for sure. Kennedy wouldn't be this revered super figure of American history had he stuck around. He'd have just been scandal, scandal, scandal. Yeah. Women coming out saying he did this. His, his whole oh. family. Terry Schiavo. It would have been the Biden laptop <laughs> thing of the 60s. <laughs> <laughs> Can't we have nice things? Just, Can't we have adult are we conversation? Just waiting for the Nathan Sutherland argument? I mean, then? is it enough that I got to look at Toledo during this and he's in an Arizona Hot Shots free shirt <laughs> that I've got to try to establish some sort of rapport with adults when I've got a child in his uh, free uh, defunct football gear. <laughs> God, what an ugly logo that is. They died right on time. The Arizona Hot Shots are more famous for how they went out than how they played. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah, it's nuts. And Frank. All right, enough. We're done. This is over. <laughs> That's enough. Uh, we're going to do our Doug Hopkins game in the 8 o'clock hour this morning. And if you remember last year we did it, it's basically... Uh, you have to guess the exact price of something that we did. It's going to be receipts. I think our first one, now you have it, I don't, is going to be a receipt from a DoorDash I had. I'll name off what I ordered. I'll tell you where I got it. I'll tell you the delivery fees. I'll tell you all that stuff. You have to guess the exact amount paid on that receipt. And you text it in with the decimal point. You text it in, bang it out, and everybody in the category that nails it, boom, you're in for a drawing. You're going to get drawn five winners this week, one more next week as we do it uh, through the app. You can listen and earn time and everything else. We'll do a, we'll do a qualifier off that. Six people total will have a shot at $5,000, but everybody's in on it today. Uh, Doug Hopkins, $5,000 birthday boy guarantee uh, going out at U-Fest on May 6th to somebody, one of you guys out there, going to have it, which is pretty cool. Uh, so best of luck to you, and we'll explain it a little later. What do you got on the big board of musical treats, Brett? All right. Uh, wake up, uh, <laughs> no, actually, that one didn't come through. Uh, wake Up Song brought to you by our buddies over there at Action Ride Shop. Trails are nice. You said you were out on Saturday, Beautiful. so now's the time to get that mountain bike tuned up or uh, get a get a new one. All right, head on over to Action Ride Shop. Josh and the boys will get you what you need at the price you need, actionrideshop.com, or just head on over there to Gilbert Road and Southern. They'll take care of you. I rode the Pivot Trail 429 bike and i'm telling you man it's it's just a different oh, piece. sorry <laughs> here, here. siri's talking to me phone's chatting yeah. to you. 
Uh, yeah, it is an awesome bike. Give your, go rent one from Josh yeah. and just ride that and see the difference between that and any other bike you're riding. That thing is awesome. Awesome uh, bike. On the list, we got uh, Volbeat, Mastodon, uh, Volbeat hitting twice, as a matter of fact, Turnstile, Anthrax, Deftones, Nothing More, Static X, and then we got ones for DeAndre, uh, uh, Motorhead Loser, uh, Pantera, I'm Broken, and Failure go, from... I, uh, that one. I want Pantera, I'm Broken. <laughs> and there's two reasons why. DeAndre, it's perfect for you. You're just you're mentally just not a guy that we can count on. And I have Suns fans, we all have to sit back and say it. He's never going to amount to what we want him to be. We were wrong. Luka Doncic being the number two pick is painful now that they took DeAndre. He's never going to take that next step. It's not happening. I've been saying it for years. I wanted him to trade him two years ago. He just doesn't have that thing. And everybody's like, but he's young. He might. He's not going to. It's never going to happen. He's never going to turn into Giannis. He's got the body for it. He'll never do it. Um, so it's time we just take what you get from DeAndre and hope that Kevin Durant's enough. Because you'll get your 18 and 8 out of him, but he should be so much better than he is. And so much more energy. So I'm broken. It's good for him there. Another one was, I listened to the Metallica album while I rode on Saturday. I rode my bike and I just put Metallica's new 72 seasons on. And top to bottom, very listenable, good record. It's good It's good music. It's Metallica. It's like everything you want from them. One after another, you're like, I'm not skipping this. It got me through the whole ride. 72 seasons, the only song on it I don't like. And I absolutely don't like it. The other ones, everything's good. Then when the album ended, I was still out on the trail. And I'm Broken came on by Pantera. And you hear the difference between passionate super song and what Metallica's album is, which is just a bunch of nice rock songs. There is, I don't think there's a superstar song on that outside of Lux Eterna. Lux Eterna is the only one that I go back and listen to multiple times. I don't know that there's a, a moment on the record, but it's still worth getting. I think there'll be good live songs, but having listened to the whole thing, I'd give it about a 6 out of 10. So it's middle of the road for Metallica. It's, it's above average for... Yeah, it's above average for Metallica, but it's below their standard for when they're great. It's it's their seventy. It's their C minus album. You're not gonna. You're not gonna. But when I'm broken came on, and you know that, and, dun, 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 and that was the next song I heard coming out of that album. You hear an inspired song versus a bunch of these are okay. Let's put these together yeah. so we can get this album out. It's, yeah, it's. It, I don't even know if it's lazy like that. It's just Metallica doing a good album. Without a superstar. It's it's the Diamondbacks without Zach Gallon. You got a bunch of nice pitchers. You don't have an ace. There's no guy out there that you're like, every fifth day, this one's coming out that makes us great. Eh, you don't have a closer. But it's a good album. But, man, when I heard I'm Broken, I'm like, uh, this is the one missing from the album. This kind of sound is what you wanted the whole time listening, and it's just not there. But, it, but I will say this. The album made me curious about the live sound because there's a lot of question answer shouts i think from the crowd and even if you don't know the song they're so long that for the most part by the you know one third mark of the song as a as an audience member you're going to know when to shout you might not know the word you're shouting but you'll get you'll fire back to them the crowd will go nuts and the energy's there it's just it doesn't it doesn't have a single like this thing this made me ride i was all done riding i was hurting legs were on fire and then this came on, and the next thing you know, I'm pumping all. It gives you adrenaline. It's Pantera. I'm broken. For DeAndre and for Metallica. Didn't quite get to this level, but this is pretty tough to get to. It's Pantera. It's 98. It's your wake-em-ups. 
sickness and uh off we go again closing in on doug hopkins handing away doug hopkins birthday money it'll be handed right to you it's going to be easy all you got to do is listen this morning uh in about 20 minutes we'll just interrupt the brady report and rattle off the uh, contents of a receipt from a doordash order today is one of uh, an old doordash order of mine and we'll rattle off the receipt i'll tell you what's on it uh, I'll tell you, I'll actually even give you the delivery fees or if there's an extra fee on there or if it's zeroed out. And then you just have to guess the exact price of that receipt, text it in, 97936. And when you do that, uh, you, you get it right. You go into a pile of people we draw from. Uh, last year, there were a couple of them where like three people got the right answer. So then the drawing was between three people. And then now, now you're qualified to win five grand. There was a few of them where everybody got it. And we'll give you an hour to try to text it in and figure it out. It's simple stuff. But we're going to be playing the Doug Hopkins price guarantee game this morning uh, in about 20 minutes, which is pretty great. And thanks to Doug for doing that on his birthday tomorrow. Big boy birthday. Tax day, too. Ooh. Better get that done. Uh, Right now, it's time for the Brady Report. It's brought to you by our friends at Hooters and Bud Light. Head to Hooters for April's Beers of the Month specials. Uh, we're going to get over to the Hooters and just uh, start drinking them. They're good, and it's Hooters, and you say thanks, Hooters, for this Brady Report. Brady Report. Good Monday morning to you, Phoenix. Hello, world. Hi. Happy International Haiku Poetry Day. Oh, do you have one for us? It's also blah, 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 blah day. Oh. They seem one and the same to me, but, you know. (laughs) Well, haikus are... Poetry and blah, blah, blah. Jim Morrison could write a haiku. Yes. It would rhyme with fire, I guarantee you. Also, it's uh, Phoenix. What's that sound? Oh... His butthole's tightening over the suns if one loss. A couple of baseless fun facts. Many countries rejected using forks when they were first invented because they considered them excessive, unnecessary, and too feminine. The Roman Catholic Church even spoke out against forks, stating that God already gifted us with the perfect eating utensils. Our fingers. Yeah, our hands. Just dive in. Well, they didn't know about germs back then. God hadn't let the uh, Roman Catholic Church know about germs yet. Salvador Dali's famous painting, The Persistence of Memory. It's the one where the melting clocks. Yeah. It's only nine and a half inches by 13 inches. It's a t- yeah, it's, he did like postage stamp paper stuff. It's weird. You had that. Was yours a, a Dali? Sketch. Yeah. Still mad at you for that one. That's the one you gave back to somebody? Yeah, yeah. They tried to barter trade in horse trading town, and the wife gave Brady a Salvador Dali drawing. Gave Ronnie, right? Yeah. Took her, it home. Her aunt. And then her husband realized, hey, wait a minute. You gave away a Dolly. Go get that. And they had the nerve to come back for services rendered instead of just using American cash like human beings do, which is always the bad side of the horse trade. If somebody feels like they got the upper hand or lower hand. That wouldn't end. have happened on my horse train. No. This was Ronnie's deal. But you still should have stepped in and you said, get the no, cash? that belongs to us now. Yeah. You didn't. You should have upped it for what the dolly Absolutely. was worth. Absolutely. So now you're buying the dolly from us. Yeah. Sent some boys over there to their house, got the cash. You should have gotten the dolly back, too. She gave her a, I'll give you this stupid old drawing we've got in the garage. Well, that stupid old drawing turned out to be a work of art. Granny Smith Apples are named after Maria Ann Smith. She moved from Australia, from England, and moved to Australia from England, bought an orchard, 
accidentally created a new kind of apple by planting seeds from French crab apples. Oh. How did she create a new apple? She comboed them? Accidentally. Sounds like yeah. it. So she didn't do anything on purpose. Crossed them over. and Just her orchard was messed up and they named it after her. Okay. 44% of Americans think there's a good chance AI will kill us all someday, yeah. according to a new poll. For sure. The There are six other doomsday scenarios we see as even more likely. A thousand people were polled. Nuclear weapons, 70% of us think there's a good chance that'll take us down. All of us? Yeah. Hmm. Another world war, 67%. We'll kill everyone. Well, that yeah. would go with nuclear weapons. Armageddon or act of God is 62%. No kidding. Pandemic, 56%. Climate change, 53%. An asteroid, 50%. Climate change will adapt. Asteroid's scarier than climate change because asteroid will knock us right off the planet. AI, 44%. And that didn't exist like a couple years ago. People probably weren't as afraid as they are now. Global inability to have kids, like The Handmaid's Tale. Yeah. 36%. Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> it sounds great to me. That sounds like the way to go out. And then we get a nice, peaceful last 80 years with no kids. Eventually, just as each year goes by, less and less brats. You know, as they age in. Oh, that sounds lovely. Yeah. That's what's an alien invasion. 25% thinks it. yeah. it's possible. 18%. Think we'll be gone within 10 years. Would you want to be here for an alien invasion or would you like to be checked off the planet for that? I would very much like to be present for an alien invasion. I feel like I'd miss the most important moment in Earth's history if aliens came down here and wanted our ass. If what I awesome. learned from the movies that even if I get shot by the alien, whatever, I just bloop, I'm just a gel afterwards yeah, but that's fine i don't care yeah. how i die from the alien invasion i just want to see our atmosphere breached by the giant ships that are coming to get us i mean you know i always think of my grandpa lived to be 85 years old and saw little or nothing exciting outside of world war ii and had to think that was his but if aliens just all of a sudden were hovering above camelback mountain we're the only single uh part of humanity that got to see that I'd like to be part of that. I'd hate to have died, and then 20 years afterwards, something really cool like that happened. Alien invasion, high on my list. Second one would be Brady's right, and the whole Lord Jesus ascension thing happens, and I'm just standing next to folks, and then the next thing you know, they're pile a pile of clothes next to me. Like, where'd they go? Because I'm not going anywhere close to that. I'm not ascending. It'd be G fun to watch. Gen Z hates phone calls, but loves voice memos. Yeah. No interaction. When Apple came out, with well, the iPhones have had them since 2014. And WhatsApp had them even earlier. But we're suddenly sending more of them than ever. Yeah, it's, it's a better way to communicate uh, without having to have someone tell you something else. Or have to go through small talk. Well, that's the worst. You'll be sitting there watching TV and all of a sudden somebody calls you and you're like, what the... Yeah. Why is he calling now? <laughs> Why is Doug Hopkins Jesus. calling me again? What's up, bro? Should have like, like a hey. normal person. Yeah, exactly. Japanese researchers surveyed and looked at health data from 8,500 men who were mostly in their 60s. They followed them for seven years. 
interested in uh, – they broke them down that they said the ones that were interested in sex at the start of the study had a 69% lower risk oh, wow. of dying from the cause of death just by having a sexual drive. So being a sex, having a sex drive in your 60s is good for you. Yeah, 82% Healthy. overall if you bring in the women in the equation have a lower chance of – Like dying. Yeah. Yeah, your usefulness. And um, women not interested in sex were also more likely to be older and abstain from alcohol. But unlike men, they were also more likely to be divorced. And boring. Experts and say... miserable and probably bitter and grouchy that their bodies have let them down. Yeah, nobody wants to hang out with those old broads. Experts say that as a rule of thumb, everyone in a relationship should aim to have sex around once a month. Once a month? That's what they're saying on the survey in uh, Japan. They're saying you got to have it at least once a month. Or? You'll die. You have a 69% <laughs> you'll die. You'll die. You'll chance. Of <laughs> All right. So just basic, you know, digitally blurred out Japanese sex at least once a month. So 12 times a year is the minimum. Yes. To not die. Because they also point out that this will vary between couples, although less oh, than... this just in. Larry McFeely's passed away. <laughs> <laughs> Kidding, Larry. We've yeah. s- I, I, that's a weird one because I think of those situations where, you know, I've, I've talked to... There was a woman who worked here once who confided in me that she hadn't had sex with her husband in five years. And it's because he didn't want to. And she's like, I, I'm fine with not doing it, but it does make me feel like less of a person that he's not even interested. That statement alone is scary. Fine. I'm fine without doing it. Oh, yeah. No, no, nobody wants to hear that. <laughs> nobody wants to hear it. It's just insulting to have someone tell you, well, if we do it, we do it. If we don't, we don't. I do it for him. Because that's the same I feel about you. <laughs> that's like, we're friends. You know, we're probably not going to f- if we did. I don't know. Maybe it would be fun. I, I'm, I'm not looking forward to What's it. What's the difference? I'm not forcing myself to that. But, you know, if something happened, like Brady and I decided to start doing it, be hilarious, I don't see it happening. But you don't want that from your wife or husband saying, eh, you know, I'm basically Brady too. <laughs> if we do it, we do it. I guess that's a thing. But I'm not really that crazy about trying. Neither's Brady. He thinks of me the same way sexually. Yes. Like, I'm not going out of my way for that. Means to an end. The last thing you want is your spouse saying, I'm not going to push for that activity. That's crazy talk. John, can you explain something to me? Maybe I've got Toledo math here, but how is it that Brady's surveys always add up to more than 100% <laughs> well, on the poll? Well, look, don't start researching this stuff. Just enjoy it with <laughs> Yeah, he doesn't. Yeah, so why yeah, would Brady's you? Brady's never looked into that. Because <laughs> 33% of the time, Brady's right 70% of the time. That's 103%. That's a good number. <laughs> they had another um, charity auction in Dubai for a license plate. They've done it in the past where guys will spend one or two million dollars just to have uh, three digits on a license plate. But it's the only one yeah. special issue. Uh, the most recent one was a license plate that just has P7. Cool. Guy paid $15 million for it. Dubai's got a lot of money to throw around. I saw one, a friend of mine actually saw it and sent it to me. I don't know how you got away with it. I'm giving you up. You were out there on the I-10. My friend was behind you and took a photo. I have it. I can't say who the friend was because it is it, it's not good for his <laughs> job that he's driving and taking photos. Uh, M-Y-K-H-U-N-T. 
<laughs> Someone figured out how to fool the right TMV because that's one you can't have. So tip of the cap for you and your childish, silly license plate game, but. And eventually somebody, I mean, we're all laughing, figuring it out. I got the picture from him. I'm like, uh-oh. I wish I could say who was doing it. Just proof he's a diligent worker. The drug kingpin, former drug kingpin, El Chapo, mm-hmm. has three sons. Los Chapitos. <laughs> They're in trouble. The law is looking for them. Good luck. They weren't up until this point? Nice. Yeah. Sorry, I'm showing the license plate to everybody. That's amazing. Show you who sent it. Damn it! Do we know this person? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, we're familiar. They're in trouble for a couple of things. One of them is uh, torturing their rivals before feeding them alive to their pet tigers. Cool. They've been uh, trafficking. We were asking. We were talking about last week the fentanyl. Yeah. They have exclusive deals with pharmacies in China. Sure. There's a picture of uh, one of the Los Chapitos. That might be uh, Joaquin Guzman Lopez with his... Uh, <laughs> his pet lion. <laughs> Look. And they've been eating well. Here's some advice from Uncle John. Never be rivals with someone who owns a lion. Also- There's a great advice for you. Like if Rich and I are in a fight, you're my number one enemy, Richard. <laughs> I hate you with a fire of a thousand suns. And then I realize, oh, my God, he's got a lion. And we're oh, also yeah? business combatants in the illegal drug trade. And then I realize I'm probably going to get fed to the lion. They're pretty crafty, too, because they allegedly test their drugs on captives before. Uh, sure. Making sure they're okay. See how the reactions. They hold little focus groups. I would not be a rival. If it turned out that they were winning... Like, if I lived in Mexico, I'd be part of the cartel that's winning. Not rivals with guys with exotic zoo creatures. It's a bad idea. Bad idea to be a rival of somebody who owns a zoo. Like, never piss off that Christy Morecambe. Hey, she owns a zoo. She Hayden, can make you disappear. Hayden, don't forget Troy. Oh, yeah, Matt. Christy uh, Morecambe, Troy Hayden. <laughs> that's right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but never because she has access to hippopotamuses. If Brady's you know, one misstep. And have you ever seen a giraffe fight? They eh. bug you with their head uh, from you, like, look, like yeah, 12 Polito, feet high. That's a terrible example because nobody's going to try to get rid of a body with a giraffe. <laughs> <laughs> Brett, explain it to us. Do I need to? You got an I mean, Italian in the room. If he had a hippopotamus and missing people started turning up, you know, I'd look at him, but I'd never say anything. I'm There's like, something stuck in that giraffe's throat. <laughs> it seems Ooh, like is that a leg? Toledo tried to feed his rivals to a giraffe and it's just batting it's him around. No, well. this is dumb. That was a bad plan. I, I would be rivals with someone with a giraffe. Maybe he hits me with his head, but I can, I probably could avoid the giraffe. You know, you tape me up and toss me in the mouth of a hippo. I'm going away. Nobody's ever going to find me. We got another dum dum that fell for rentahitman.com. It's a site that started as a joke back in 2005, but then the emails started coming in from people who thought it was real, so the guys behind it started reporting them to the cops. It's helped arrest more than 30 people over the years. Here's the newest moron that fell for it. Uh, the FBI arrested 21 year old dude in uh, Tennessee named Josiah Garcia. He got in touch with Rent a Hitman. 
seeing if they're hiring. He's a member of the Air National Guard. Back in February, he submitted his resume and asked about obtaining employment as a hitman. Said he was looking for a job that paid well, where his military experience could come in handy. Adding that, he goes, what I can say is I'm, I enjoy doing what I do. So if I can find a job that is similar to it, such as this one, put Sweet. me in, coach. Yeah. yeah. How about keeping your mouth shut? What are you doing? <laughs> exactly. He said he'd be willing to kill for as little as $2,500. Oh, bargain basement no price. He also I'm said he'd be okay with collecting fingers and ears as trophies for his clients. Yes. He agreed to do a hit for this month at $5,000. Huh? Asked if he needed to take a photo of the dead as proof. He was arrested Wednesday. After accepting the money. Yikes. Idiot. And, and, yeah, that's going on. You got dummies doing that. And I, I somebody just said this. I watched the news last night. It was on the news this morning. We talked about it a little bit last week. The AI fake got your kid kidnapping, kidnapping thing. We didn't say it on the air. But some listener, brilliant idea. He said, every time my kid calls, we have a code word to, to make sure that yep. it's him. That he's not up to, you know, he said, because evidently there was trouble in the past and somebody said something they wanted money. And he's like, give me the code word to make sure like, we're good here, that this is you. Not that he was worried about AI, but this, like, this is legitimate. And they have a code word when they talk to make sure that they're not fooled. That's brilliant. Mm-hmm. That is good. But we live in a world where if you're, if Alex has to call you, he has to go, uh, um, tumbleweeds, tumbleweeds. Oh, hey, Alex, what's hey. going on? Like, you guys, do you, like, say a special word to know that this conversation's on the up and up. No, his code word isn't BBC. Yeah, and then, and then, yeah, and then, well, no, that's his, usually he's calling to say, hey, dad, I'm taking BBC, tumbleweeds, tumbleweeds, I need to ride home. But yeah, he has a, he has a, an emergency code, smart, yeah. like an emergency code word, like if he's calling going, hey, dad, it's me, can I stay over at uh, Tommy's house tonight, uh, Sucrets, and it'll be like, oh boy, yeah, you know, problem, and then, and then don't let on. But we live in a day and age where you got a code word with your kids because AI is calling as your kid to say that it's going to be sex trafficked. The lady here in Arizona was on the news last night. It's the second one in the last two weeks. Her kid's on some ski trip, calls up. Hey, Mom, they've got me. They're going to hurt me. I don't know what's going on. And then some guy gets on the phone and goes, if you don't send us this money right now to this, we're, we're going to kill her. We're going to hurt her. And for whatever reason, that mom hung up the phone in a pure panic, screaming, yelling, and then called her daughter's cell phone. They're like, hi, what's going on? It's like, are you okay? It's like, yeah, I'm fine. Why? And so AI is calling parents now, or and all you need is three words, and they can mimic your kid's voice. Good luck getting through to me if it's not his phone. Yeah. Number <laughs> yeah. I don't recognize. <laughs> you Sorry, can kidnap Toledo's kid because Sorry, Alex. unknown numbers don't get answered. Same yeah. here. That's, I got that's the me, thing. Yeah. It's like, how do you? Jeez, I should check my messages because my mom, I haven't talked right. to her for about a week, and I've gotten a few unknown calls. Somebody might have, somebody might be sex trafficking Marcy all over the. <laughs> Nope, we're all good. Four messages. No, no, unknown caller was my dentist. I have to reschedule my uh, cleaning. <laughs> this 38-year-old man named Colin McCarthy was driving through Eugene, Oregon last Tuesday evening and just hurling $100 bills out the car window. Wow. He was doing it long enough that the cops were getting calls about it. They tracked him down. On the freeway? Um, it sounds like he was on a uh, side road. and. Oh. Anyway, they tracked him down, and uh, he said he was doing well and wanted to bless others with gifts of money. The thing is, it wasn't all his money. His family 
was involved in this. Uh, it must have been an inheritance, but they had this account, and uh, he took around two hundred thousand dollars. Holy cow! He stole it. The cops gave him a warning for littering. They thought about charging him with reckless endangerment, disorderly conduct, for creating a dangerous situation on the road that people okay. were chasing down the bills. Not a side street. Guy just emailed said, tell Brady not a side street. It was actually Interstate 5. Okay. There's a slight difference. Not a side street. No. As a beast. You imagine that on the 10? Some guy just chucking out hundreds? What kind of chaos yeah. that would cause? I didn't get uh, yeah, on this. Right. Didn't say the interstate. Just said yeah. he was hurling him out the I-5. I could see a side street toss. The I-5 yeah. is just a, you're going to kill people. That depends. On Either way, I mean, imagine one of these 45-mile-an-hour roads. Sure. You don't want to go throwing things out in the middle of the road anyway. Would you stop if this you saw... This road right here. If you oh, saw, no, this one isn't 45. This one may as well be 65. I know. But if you saw money flying out of a car, would you even stop? I think it would be a joke. Yeah. Like, I would never even consider... I would, I, I would just be like, ah, guys, that's that should be illegal, I'd yeah. say. And it is. His family said his Honk decision... Honk on the way by. Yeah. Knock it off, jackass. It's real money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I got a job. You. His family says his decision to spread the wealth... <laughs> Has left them broke. Oh boy! They're asking anyone who picked up the cash to return it. Good luck. Yeah, that's gonna happen. I don't know nothing about no cash. Fell off a truck. See nothing. <laughs> Police can't do anything. Of course, to not. help him out yes. because Colin's name is on the account. Right, he's allowed to get it. It's basically littering is all they're gonna get him for. Yeah, I'm sure Iron Eyes Cody will be out there with yeah. the tear <laughs> big enough cash. Yeah. This ain't so bad. <laughs> Drying his tears with hundreds. <laughs> It's, it's, eight it's 8 o'clock. It's 8 o'clock. Oh, time for the game. It. It's 8 o'clock. Give me the game. It's time now. Is this today? Monday. All right. Oh, this is an easy one. This was a lunch I had just the other day. All right. Take us down actually to quite good. memory lane. I will. And I, well, I couldn't resist the last part of it. I hadn't had this from this place yet. It's now time for the Doug Hopkins uh, uh, game which is the Doug Hopkins money back or whatever they call it. What are we calling this thing? It's the Doug Hopkins the money 5, back. The 5000 guarantee. No, it's the $5,000 something price game. Name that Name that tune with Doug Hopkins, and I we call it. And over this and over this on Friday. <laughs> it has days. a name. I know, but. Doug Hopkins $5,000. every time we uh, talk Price guarantee. Sure. That's the one. <laughs> this is from the California Pizza Kitchen, Brady. I had uh, Szechuan chicken dumplings. Very nice. Original barbecue chicken chopped salad. Half order. I'm, not, I'm, I'm just one man. And then I couldn't resist it and I hadn't tried it. Uh, one order of Mexican street corn. Because I love me. How was their street corn? How was the elote? Uh, you know, I'm spoiled because I love a good street corn. I just love street corn. Get me some of that. Uh, I, I put it at like a six on my scale of one to ten. Very edible. Delightful. But Eric's Family Barbecue's ruined it for me to where it's like, now I know what ten tastes like. It's passable. All right, so here's the thing. Szechuan chicken dumplings, the barbecue chicken chopped salad, half order, Mexican street corn. Uh, There was a delivery fee of 49 cents and a service fee of 646. So add that in when you're doing the math. And I tipped $7. There you go. You've got got part of it. That's right. It's a dasher tip. I did the dasher tip. (laughs) But I figure that's 20 bucks with all that. It is a... I'll tell you this. It's under 70 and over 40. You have to text in what you think the price is. 
97936. The decimal point counts, no dollar sign. So just two numbers, decimal point, two numbers. That's all you need. That's it. If you get it right, uh, you knock this thing down. It's beautiful. You're going to be in the drawing for $5,000. You got a guess? Is that what you're I'll tell you this. We did this last year. Brady, that's amazing. <laughs> I can't even tell you how close Brady actually is. He's very close. I'll say within three dollars. Wow. Either way. Wow. So you just want us to now now you know it's somewhere between fifty one and sixty bucks. <laughs> That's amazing. Did you see this? No. I'm very impressed. Good Christ, the man doesn't even need a menu to assume the price. Uh, it's working. All right, so 97936, you text it, and you can be in the drawing for $5,000 from TV's Doug Hopkins right there at U-Fest. So Brady narrowed it down for you, between 51 and 60 bucks. That's including the Dasher tip, the service fee, the delivery fee, and all that stuff. I didn't realize, like, what do you do for a Dasher tip? Because as the service fee, they tell you that the service fee is also part of that. All right. Like the Dasher tip is the guy just picking up, driving it to you. So I'm going to give him like $1,000. I want to talk to Dashers and see if they actually get all of that. Yeah. Or do they have to What's the What back? do they get out of that kick? Because yeah. the, the Dasher tip is like usually 2 3 or $4. And right. I'm like, that's garbage. And then you go to other and you're like, but I don't want to go nuts. Right. right. Like it's not like he's a waiter. Right. Right. So does he get the 25%? Right. Does he get... 10, 15. And your service fee accounts for the gas, so that's being taken care of. Uh, yeah. Anyway, that's it. 97936, that's what you text your guest to, and maybe you'll be in that uh, category. Did anybody get it yet? Not yet. Okay. Nobody's gotten it yet. All right. Keep shooting it out there, folks. Doug Hopkins, uh, the price is One right. One person has. Oh, we got somebody that nailed it already. All right. There you go. That, but that doesn't mean you won. That no. just means you're in the drawing. You'll get a text back that yep. says, nice job, you got it. Exactly. And you can guess as many times as you need to before it tells yes. you, congratulations, yes. you're in. If you don't get the confirmation back yeah. that says, congratulations, you're in, you, you still haven't gotten it right. right. Yep. It's an annoying thing. And don't email them to us through the information <laughs> right. yeah. box. I'm getting them right now. So <laughs> What are you doing? This is text. 97936. Text away. Good luck. And thanks to our friend TV Stuck Hopkins for handing over that $5,000 guarantee. Still just one. All right. I think I might win it all. All right, Brady, back to the regular programming. We've got this lady in Spain. She's 50 years old. I adore her. Um, Beatrice Flamini. She did a little experiment and study uh, basically on our internal clock and how we react to extreme isolation. Oh, is this the person that was underground for a year and a half? Lived in a cave for 500 days. Yeah. 230 feet underground. She went in on November 20th, 2021. To put it in perspective, the pandemic was still raging. The war in Ukraine hadn't started yet. Raging. Queen Elizabeth was alive. She was 48 when she started. Celebrated two birthdays in there. She didn't actually know it was her birthday. She didn't have... Any idea of time? Calendars. Did she have access to the sun? Uh, All the way under the ground, probably not, right? She says she was shocked when they came to get her on Friday because she didn't think she was in there that long. Her guess was 170 days. Holy cow. They did that study. She said she was kind of sad it was over. Oh, 
Yeah, she had to go see people again. Good. Maybe Aaron Rodgers will go back in the hole. <laughs> yeah. She and had a panic button right. in there. <laughs> He's out of the division, Brett. Uh, well, not yet. He's almost. still Aaron Rodgers. I like that. That's a challenge to you, Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> yeah, don't be a pussy. You did too. Let's see if you can bump that up 498 more. She had a panic button. Um, but if people wanted to, she didn't have TV, couldn't read the news. She still, um, she'd say she'd fill her time by uh, drawing, knitting, exercising. She read about 60 books. What'd she eat? She also planned to write a book. Where'd she pooing? She had food and supplies there. Supplies there? She got a crap in a bucket? And I'm like, where's she taking that? After finishing her food and stuff, she would take the waste and um, basically they would take it out of the cave. Who? Um, there's a crew there that would unload the waste out. like every oh. day to keep the place oh. cleaned. He so you'd put it on a, on a put rope? Put it in a bucket or a... Ugh. You cannot say elevate. What a job. Yeah, raise. <laughs> He's going to hire some people to take her poop. Yeah, that's a tough... i got to go take care of that yeah. Spanish lady in a cave. And First Whoa, thing she was asked what? when she yeah. climbed out was, uh, who wants to buy me a beer? There you go. Classy broad. I'm looking for some C. They did that experiment years ago with some. I don't know if it was. That's right. She's looking for some. Wow. Deli- some delightful. <laughs> I'm sure it's the first thing on her mind. Is taking a big fat thick. And it's D, by the way. It's not C or D. C. You can go. It is a, a C would be. I thought of you a different know. C word. Yeah, well, I did too. I did too. I don't know that she would come out and say, "I want some." <laughs> you guys. <laughs> and throw the C bomb out. I'm looking for some D. Makes more sense. But maybe Cucina is the word we're. <laughs> some kitchen. Yeah. Uh, they did an experiment with, I think it was astronauts years ago, a sleep thing, where they took sunlight away from them and, and let them live for, I don't know how long it was. But they didn't move either, wasn't it? Uh, no, no, no. Oh, they, were, they, they, were... they had a full access to a life. It was just outside of daylight. They didn't know. They were like a warehouse that had no access to where the sun was and whatever. No clocks, no nothing. And found that the natural human body stayed up for about 42 hours and slept for 16 Wow, and they thought they were on like a regular time. Same thing she said. I didn't realize it was time stopped. So they're like their forty-eight hour days felt like a normal ten, twelve hours of being awake. Hmm. And and after a while, their bodies set at about forty-two up and sixteen off. Hmm. There crazy. is a video of her coming out of the hole. Okay, that's right before she said, "Hey, how you doing? I need a beer. I need a in this hole right here." <laughs> I filled that hole for 500 days. Somebody fill mine for 500 now with a big fat <laughs> and a beer. <laughs> so you became classless underground? Is your subterranean, you're a subterranean hillbilly now? To go Man, back. surfacing was a bitch. Who wants a piece of this pie? <laughs> Fresh and clean. Now I'm tight as a drum. Somebody come bust my new hymen. To go back to your, your <laughs> Dasher comment. She's that was classy. the other thing. Never showered the whole time. Okay. All right. uh, she's not coming not out once? screaming, who wants a piece Come of this? On. Oh, that had to smell Who wants like... some musk? Oh. Yeah. It smells a little bit like the Pacific fish and uh, yeast. I mean, if I'm, it's like I'm making bread and salmon. Oh. Pacific fish. <laughs> yeah. Uh, not those Atlantic ones. Yeah. That's more. That's cold water. They get that warm water, delicious, you know, fish down there in the South Pacific. <laughs> they smell like a... Salmon Bay biscuits. And I say that because it's so colorful. Just like this thing. It's pink and yellow and black and oozing. Pop that thing open, kid. Crack it like a bag of M&M's. We got another 
Uh, well, let's get into the radio videos. Hey, hold on real quick. This has a little Uh-oh, story what? behind it. Your uh, dashers have been texting. Oh, yeah? It says, John, I'm a dasher, and I'll get the whole tip. But if you tip a good amount or maybe an excessive amount, they will lower the base pay on the run. So you really get the same amount on any. No kidding. Any so if you price. overtip the dasher, they DoorDash take away takes the- away some of the. Yeah. Unless you hand them the cash. Well, I don't know how, why you would do that. Yeah, As a dasher, you just take that on your own. So, if, so the service fee for mine was six fifty. If I'd have tipped ten bucks, it would have been like he probably still would have gotten six fifty. Or, or I'd have still been charged six fifty, but right. he's not getting as much of that. Right, right. Because that's uh, what this guy said. Mine's a balance. Wow, that's that's what I'm saying. When he's dropping off, you put. You think you're being generous, and he's getting the same. So it's better off. No tip when he if you if you can if he's dropping it off and you see him, give him the tip there. Who you still answer the door? The, he does, of course he does. Oh, what am I yeah. If you happen to, on. if you're seeing there, you, most of the time they, I know they leave it at the door. Well, that's where the that's instructions the, on mine are: do not yeah. knock, okay. do not. Yeah, that's the best. That's but the I best well, if you wanted to get him more money, I'm just telling you not that's how you could do it. I don't want to give him more money. I'm just oh. wondering what happens to the money I do give him. That's more interaction. I'll give him money. Again, to, I'll give him more money to not interact. Yeah, that I way. forgot. I'm sorry. He can't not interact. Brady here with humans. I've been trapped in my house. 30 times by the uh, door dasher. <laughs> right. Because I have that screen we door know that you leave it opens open. out. So You've they never... place it in front of the door. You can't open the door. You've hey, never howdy, friend. Trapped. Yeah, trapped. <laughs> never once. Have you... What are you trapped for? Well, you can't open the door. It's not real trapped. But so you talk to him through the screen. <laughs> There's no way of figuring out that door. There's no, no other so way every out. Time... Not through the gar- I have to go out through the garage. To get your food? Yeah. Otherwise, you'll knock it over. Yeah. Okay. So you have to run out the garage because then, because you, otherwise you're not going to be able to greet the dasher. How do you not have a box for them <laughs> yeah. on the side yeah. there? Like a milk delivery box. A Brady box. box. A Brady box, yes. <laughs> I'll have to set one up. You still talk to the dashers. Yep. Dashers why. hate that. That's why. I'll set a Cambro up there. They can yeah, store it in there. It holds yeah. the heat. I bet you. Do you have a ring doorbell? Yeah. Oh, God. That's got to be a nightmare for people just trying to drop <laughs> off a letter. How you doing? I'll be right there. I'm coming out in a second. Hold on. I'm going to put my pants back on. Don't leave, new friend. Hello, friendo. All right, visitors. Said no one else but Brady. So this first Brady video is this Russian dude that got drunk, wandered into someone else's property, went out on their balcony, went over the balcony, Uh fell 19 floors, landed on a car, walked away. He's okay. Stands up singing. Wow. That's his last move. So hammered. Well, it wasn't his last move because then he uh, wa- he got himself uh, to the hospital. The and then died injuries. there. Yeah, there's no way he's... Well, they found he... Uh, you have this video? He has a concussion. It's a real quick blurb because you see the body just fly by the... <laughs> this guy in email wants to know camera. about the game. Yeah. If, yeah. Uh, if you were at lunch with Toledo and who calculated the tip <laughs> so he can figure out his correct answer. I was not invited. This is, no, this is just me. <laughs> okay. Uh, Toledo's not involved. And plus... Don't worry about it. If it's me and Toledo, there's no real reason to worry about Toledo paying. Because <laughs> we already know he's probably already left. The bill came. <laughs> if it's anything like Hooters, Toledo just disappears right as the bill's getting paid. Then you see a car drive away. He learned that from his dad. When things get important and expensive, run. Floor it. The guy's only known as Arthur. An eyewitness said it was incredible. He seemed to be really happy. Was walking around as if nothing had happened. He was singing. 19 stories. He can, he continued singing all the way to the hospital. Um, there they found he had a concussion and a compressed fracture of the spine. That's it. 
What did he land on? Like the softest car in the world? Went through the roof. It didn't look like a convertible. I didn't even see a car. Oh, oh Jesus, oh, there. He kind of bounced, and <laughs> that's enough. Holy smokes. Yeah, I don't even see him. And there he is. Climbing out. That was a hard top, I believe. Huh. Yeah, we don't want to go to war with these people. Yikes. All right. Well, is it real? Wow, wow, we won. It's also mm, yeah. wait a minute. Did nineteen I see, stories. Did I see a knee pad. Can't well, look at his look at his legs. <laughs> He's got a knee pad. Even okay. nineteen stories nineteen with a knee pad. pad. Yeah, pad up all you want. I don't know. Like I would think maybe they threw a mannequin out and then pretended it was him to uh, you know right. propagate the fact that Russians are tougher than us. Skeptics. That's a tough one. We'll see. The next one's a guy uh, belly flopping on his buddy. Oh, he is a pig. Is oh, a look at this slob. This listen to the sound Christ. of this. So it's one man, not yeah. in a pool, belly flopping onto his fat friend. Oh, How long did that tattoo artist take to tattoo that billboard across <laughs> his gut? What a slob. He's a big fan of jackass. Oh, look at that. That is a humongous what a pig. fat man. Look at the belly on. Oh, there's a broken no, back. Look at the- <laughs> He's done. <laughs> The other guy's fat, too. Jesus, pull your pants up, you pig. This is Both have horrible tattoo art. Ugh. 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 Well, enjoy your 20s, because you're not going to see your 30s. Last one's an MMA fight. It, the, they called the fight. I think it was a good call. Okay. After a little shin kick. Like a kick coming. Oh! Oh, God! Oh, he stepped oh. on it! Oh, the leg! Oh. <laughs> His shin's got an elbow. Ah! <laughs> what is that? That's a badly drawn leg. <laughs> oh, I've seen chicken bones that I've busted in better shape. Oh, that's it. Yeah, that's enough. That's it. It's done is enough. You think? Good call. This guy says, as a dasher, I'll take less money so you don't bother me at the door, Brady, please. <laughs> don't come talk to us. Anyway. 18 people have gotten the uh, price right. right. I'll I'll throw it out there one more time. Uh, The chicken dumplings from California Pizza Kitchen. The original barbecue chicken chopped salad. Half. One order of the Mexican street corn. Delivery fee was 49 cents. Service fee was 646. I threw another seven on top of it. You tell us the price. And Brady was very close. Somewhere between 51 and 60 bucks. Now, your guess was 56.25? Yeah. Very close. All right, Brett, scare us. All right. Well, the first one won't. This is a. Let's see here. Come on. Buffering. I know. I'm good because this is less time watching his videos. <laughs> and you did say you were saving up because your content creator. Well, yeah. We're all right. Are you docking him pay? <laughs> yeah, he's taking a week him? off. He gets vacation time. The man's busy. We've Hopefully, seen too he's many got docking a, videos last week. A camera roll. Here's <laughs> now this one. Talking about door dashing, this guy's... Oh! Oh, jeez. Oh! The guy's just standing out there by the ring door. Just delivering pizza. I see Chase. A police chase going by. I see Chase. Hey, get back here with my food. Hey, Leah, bring me my pizza. Where are you going? This doesn't mean I'm not hungry. Oh, my God. Jaeger. Oh, my God. Jaeger. Jaeger is the kid's name? Wait, is the pizza delivery man who they're after? Why... Why would no, watch this. It is. Oh, oh, no, he tripped the guy. He tripped the cop. Or oh, is that the bad guy? No, the bad guy. The bad guy. 
the pizza delivery man yeah. holding my pie. Yeah. Suddenly, Batman. You're putting my food at risk. Hey. You got to get the toppings on the Don't top of the pie. Here he comes. Here he comes. Nice, pizza boy. Almost clean. Yeah, right. That was a nice hit. Um, but give me my food first. Don't come yeah. to the door. Again, leave it at the door. This interaction thing was the problem. <laughs> Unless I got to pay you. And I don't know what day and age we're living in where I actually have to pay you at the door. If you're not part of the system, you're part of the problem. <laughs> hey, he walked away with the pizzas and that looked like the bread knots. He had oh, the yeah. double box. He left the door to go trip a bad guy. Give me my food first. Then go be a hero. Yeah, you're going to slide my pie all the time. Right, it's gonna, gonna, yeah, 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 yeah. If it doesn't yeah, have that little plastic table on top of it, it's going to goo up to yeah. the top. And uh, this is one of those those uh, surveillance videos or closed caption videos from some other some country. Dumb, it'll be third world moped. Some dumbass country. on the Oh, God. Oh, oh God. Oh, no. Tanker on a scooter. Oh, oh, tanker tipped over wish. on top of a woman on a moped. Yeah, and it and it got her, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> no, I mean, not just hitting her, like... You can oh, see the body yeah. right there. Yep. Yeah, we see oh, it. Right. Yeah. Oh, oh, we got it. That's another squishing. I don't know, Brad. No, Brad I maybe know. I need to see here, it again to be convinced. Uh, sure, no problem. Here that we go. That giant water tanker landing on that wow. little Asian lady is a win for the tanker. <laughs> <laughs> Brett, Brett had to convince us yes. that, that uh, may have gone poorly for that woman. And uh, here's just things you see on the side of the road. Holy crap. That was horrible. All right. Oh, there's a lady oh, taking a poop on the freeway. On. Oh, Jesus. Oh, that's a gaper. What? Wow. Oh, she got oh, like a... What's going relaxing. in there? Prolapsing. Oh! I want to throw something. <laughs> She's bent over on the side of the I-10 there, oh. making her beehole oh, for oh, oh, moon. Come on. Oh. That is the oh, ultimate it's like It's like her butt's oh. chewing gum and trying to blow oh. a bubble. What's in there? Well, how do you do that? Oh. I couldn't even think about pushing my butthole out that far. Oh, man. Oh. Oh. Oh, 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 four, five. She's just doing the worst Kegel exercises oh, I've ever seen. Man. And we'll just finish with that. Yes, we will. Oh. Look how many cars pulled over after that. Oh. And by that, you mean finish being a society. Why pull over and do that? Why Can't you do that in your car? She's advertising. Oh, for what? You assume she had a car? <laughs> Somebody's going to pull over and go, I'll take that. Yeah, no, hi. they're not. How you doing? Ew. <laughs> you doing? Now, see so your butthole's breathing out loud there. You're like one of them frogs that blows their throats way up to let me know you want a mate. Must have been drinking some of them Bud Lights last night. And then you see the baboon on the side of the road presenting her swelled genitalia. Oh, her butthole's popped out. It'll show the other three they went by. Oh. <laughs> oh. Tighten that thing up. Suns game there. <laughs> yeah, go watch the Suns, and then it'll go. It'll go back in. That thing's coming out a good five inches. Oh, all around. It's like a little football's coming out of her butt and then going back in. Oof. A little red one. And <laughs> it's like a, a nerf, ball. like a little red nerf. <laughs> it looks like Elmo's head is, and then not, and then, then little playground balls yeah. coming out of there. Oh, she's <laughs> giving birth. Oh, the lady's giving birth to Elmo. Oh no, it, nope, that's her butthole. That's not play four square when you're done. <laughs> yeah, those cherry balls. <laughs> Boo to humanity! I throw my finger towards your Lord Brady because that is some. That's part of his creation. That's part of his his thing. 
Couldn't get involved and throw a little fire and brimstone on her for a second so I could enjoy my commute home without seeing a prolapsed butthole? Not a little. A lot of fire and brimstone on her. Yeah, make her uh, a pillar of something. Okay, cook you. <laughs> yeah, that one's done. Yep. She's not helping the cause. Whew. All right, then. Where's what that tanker on that? Yeah, no kidding. That poor yeah. little Asian lady is trying to get her <laughs> honey milk and bee juice home. I don't know what they do in her country, That what they eat. Probably something gross. But a bag of bugs for the kids. <laughs> and then a water tanker, because that's the only water the whole society has. Tips over and kills her. Meanwhile. Finish up a hard day of making <laughs> shoes. Meanwhile. Just wants to get home. Over here on Ventura, a uh, lady decided to show everybody that her butthole comes out. Wouldn't that be such a fantastic self-own for God, too? Like, all right, listen. Yeah. I'm not perfect. I make a mistake here and there, but I'm correcting awesome it. Awesome stuff. I'm correcting it. That, he'd have to admit he's not perfect. He's got a real issue with that. I he's know, an arrogant man. That's what I'm but saying. But if, if that video was him zapping her, be like, all right, there you go. Here we go. There's a reason to believe. Uh, uh, chicken dumplings, original barbecue chicken chop salad, half order, Mexican street corn from California Pizza Kitchen. Uh, delivery fee was forty nine cents. That's very reasonable. Service fee is six forty six. Not so sure what I'm going for there, Ticketmaster. Uh, Dasher tip was seven dollars on top of that. The price is Brady nearly nailed it. Somewhere between fifty one and sixty dollars. You guess by typing in two numbers, a decimal point, and two more numbers. No dollar sign. And already we got a bunch of like twenty two. Twenty four right 24. now. Twenty four. Mm-hmm. All right. Nine seven nine three six. That is the number you text, and you might win Doug Hopkins five thousand dollars. Super name that price guarantee. He never, ever gives that money out uh, to the people he makes a bid on their home for because he's never, ever oh. moved the offer. So we hit him up and said, well, you got this $5,000 guarantee you're always talking about. Where your mouth is. But you're 100% right all the time, so let's take that money and actually use it. Only done it once before. He's only spent one time he's given $5,000 away in his $5,000 guarantee, and it was last year at UFest. <laughs> so if you want to sell your house to him for cash... That, he ain't getting the five grand. The guy nails it every time. You get it at U-Fest. That's how this works. That's how, that's how confident he is. He'll hand it out at concerts before he'll give it to you and move his price around. And happy birthday to Doug. It's tomorrow. Uh, it's 824. Doug can do that with his butthole. Uh, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the oh. H&H Ranch. Yikes. He gets real drunk. He lays oh, on the couch. You can see his pants push. Oh, oh. <laughs> Man, Jesus. It's, Yikes. It's, it's small birth. Why does he advertise on this thing? Oh, yeah. Why not? You don't get that. He, nobody, you get the intimate version. You don't get that. That's true. You know, the stuff on, you know, KTAR. He's not talking. He does actually on that show he has. Kevin will back it up. Everybody knows. Uh, there you go. That is your Brady Report. Yeah, it's 98. It's out of control now. Let's find out exactly what he would do, shall we? Before we get into that real quick, the uh, Metallica winners for the big weekend for listening and got themselves uh, all sorts of stuff. We had people winning all sorts of uh, 72 Seasons albums. We gave those away like crazy if you just listen for an hour online or on the app. Uh, then we gave away uh, tickets to both shows. Metallica's uh, having their big party out there in September for 72 seasons. September 1st and 3rd. And Stephen Manning won those tickets. Congratulations, Stephen nice Manning. Job. The lesser known of the Manning brothers. Yeah, they're spoiled, man. And then the winner of the uh, guy who got the catalog, all of Metallica's uh, catalog on vinyl, an autographed copy of 72 seasons and that cool turntable, which evidently is worth some cake. 
Uh, Mr. James Strong has got that. He's the winner of that. Big weekend, 72 seasons, 72 hours of Metallica this weekend. Uh, Gangbusters. All good, too. Very listenable record. Nothing's going to knock you out, but it's very good. It's it's something you can uh, sit on and go, I like this record, and it's not going to change my life, and it's not going to ruin my life. It's no master of puppets, but... It's definitely... I'd give it like a 7 out of 10, 6 okay. out of 10, 7 out of 10. It's a C minus Metallica, C Metallica, from their great to their terrible. It's right in the middle. Okay. Nothing about it will make you go, this is terrible. It's not St. Anger, and it's not God. Uh, Kill Em All. Somewhere in between. Uh, it's time for uh, What Would Brady Do? And it's brought to you by our friends at Mo Money Pawn. Uh, the, you heard Brett talking about it. They got those AR-15 classes at uh, M&P Guns. If you want to hop on in there and check that out, go to their website, momoneypawn.com. Uh, click on the M&P Guns thing and find out how you can get involved because there are a lot of people making those. And I saw today the greatest gun sale advertisement of all time, Yahoo's story that said, most Americans want to ban the AR-15. Well, guess what's going to sell like hotcakes starting oh, tomorrow? Yeah. Every time you bring it up, you just make people buy more of them. You put more on the streets every time you you say you want to ban it. And if there's a the demand for it, they'll add more classes Absolutely. to that. So M&P is like really into it. Yeah, so M&P Guns uh, is where you need to go. Get with the experts and build your own. It's a pretty cool class, too. You learn a lot about that. And uh, you get to wander through Mo Money Pond on top of it, 12th Street and Indian School. Say hi to the boys. And say happy birthday to Byron again, just for fun. Well, he was giving out those discounts like crazy. Was he handing those oh. out? Oh, good. <laughs> well, as soon as that happened, Eric's like, his phone blew yeah. up. Goes, what kind of discounts am I getting? I just got a text from him. It says it's birthday boy month for him. Uh, all oh. month long, you say hi <laughs> to right. uh, to uh, Byron, and he'll Happy give you. Happy birthday! Say, you where's, it. where's my birthday boy month discount, Byron? And see what he gives you. <laughs> he reaches into his pocket and sees what your percentage off is. My percentage off was one percent, but he didn't use the right finger. Oh, okay, weird. yeah. <laughs> uh, dear Brady, my husband and I have sex twice a month. Maybe it's passionless and disinteresting. Uh, he's put on a lot of extra weight. Physically, it's not good to see, feel, or yes, hear his gut slapping against me. Ugh. <laughs> Other than sex, we're an awesome couple. Fun, happy, he's a great guy. Awesome dad. Uh, I don't know why sex has to be an issue, but it is. I want to present the idea of a sexually open relationship. I haven't done it yet. He's not exactly all over me either. I'm not rejecting him if he wants to do it. He has a very low sex drive. And uh, truth be told, his thing barely gets hard due to high blood pressure and the size he's put on. (laughs) This lady is spilling the beans. I love him more than life, though. I don't want to make it seem like this is it. It's just one aspect of our life that's not great. I still want it. Uh, Just not attracted to him, and I don't think he's attracted to me that way either. Uh, Would you be into this idea, Melissa? Yeah, if if I'm a guy (laughs) and um, I'm, you know, experiencing some of that stuff, that's, I mean, I would say majority would say I got to do something about this or, you know, what are you saying? Though? She said she wants a sexually open relationship. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. What did you hear? I would say, I thought, yeah, would you I'm... be into, I mean, can I talk to this, uh, you know, talk to him about this? Well, I'm sure they, I mean, from what it sounds like, they get along great. They Doesn't probably like she's chatted, bad, about, not the open relationship part, yeah. but the rest of it. She's saying, I want an open relationship. You just get the sex thing off on the side. It's not that important to us. Well, before you, I mean. I wouldn't lead with that. I would ask him if, you know, what's going on here? Why, you you know, I'm concerned about your health a little bit, but I'm concerned about our physical part of the relationship. I, I still, you know, desire you. I hope you desire me. That's what she's saying. Well, that's something that you have to, 
Can you get that back? If you can't get that back, then I guess maybe a great question, though. How come the relationship all hinges on that? If you get along, great. You and I get along just fine. Yeah. We don't have sex. But if it was one of those things where we're supposed to all the time, we'd be like, I don't want to have sex with you. I just like what we're doing. Why do I have to? Why does it have to end if the two of us just don't see each other sexually? Because I don't see you sexually, but I don't want that to mean that Brady and I can't hang out. But it's only with your wife or your husband that that has to be so incredibly important. Uh, it can ruin all the good stuff. And I don't know the, you know, from what at least I've seen and heard, you're also told that the open relationships rarely right. work. Societal pressure. But that There's pressure yeah, on that. On both ends of it. The societal pressure that your marriage has to be a sexual one or all the rest of the stuff sucks. Or societal pressure that if it's not sexual, you can't be open. You're a whore if you want to go. Yeah. You're ruining things if you go outside of it. You know, the other thing is just looking in into it on that open side of it. You both have to be. That's a tough one. Yeah, I, I don't know how you jump into that right away without, a, you know, somewhere down the line. An extra D's working its way in sure. somehow, whether it's on the phone, whether it's at the house, or you stumbled, oh, I forgot to... You think she's doing some phone D? <laughs> phone D? Whatever. <laughs> extra D on the phone. Brady, can, Brady gets it delivered, evidently. <laughs> DoorDash D He's happens, Doherty, yeah. You know? A little DoorD knocking a $7 service charge six fifty. They only get three within eight miles. I don't know. That open relationship One gets is, more than the other? Yeah. Uh, I, I would say I'd have to lean towards the um, women having an av- advantage on that sometimes. Huge, huge advantage. If they wanted to open the door to an open relationship, they're they're going to have an easy night out. It's harder for us. And as much it never as works, though. Especially a soft dick fat ass that can't get it up for his <laughs> wife anymore. He's got to go out and try to swing Betty's now. Forget it. Well, how does she look, though, too? you got to look thing. at that. Maybe well, that is why he's a soft dick. In fairness to the letter, at the end, she said, I don't think he's exactly attracted to me anymore either. Now, she didn't say she'd let herself go. Well, of course, she's a broad. She ain't going to say that. Yeah. But she basically said he's not all over me either, so I don't yeah. think he's seeing me sexual the same way I'm not seeing him that way. Maybe that's why he's soft. Yeah, maybe it's you. Maybe it's her. Maybe she's getting a little too soft. Yeah. Tighten up a little bit. Yeah. Maybe you smell like sardines and turds. <laughs> Maybe you got that rosebud thing going on. Oh, he can't look at that from behind anymore. It's pulsing. Yeah. <laughs> that pulsating heartbeat of your bee hole like we saw earlier in the videos. Oh. <laughs> that's the new that's a new uh slug line for I think uh, pickup trucks. <laughs> the pulsating bee hole of America. That's a tough situation there. But Especially she if they're both you know, have grown apart on that. Yeah. All of a sudden, you find your chemistry. Sometimes, you know, you've talked about it. There are people that had, uh, like, almost had an affair, and then it brought them back closer to their... can happen. It can go two ways. Everything can go two different ways. Yeah. But you do wonder, like, the lady's basically saying, I love him, but I don't have sex with him anymore. Does that end the the relationship? And the tough part is, is she still has the drive, and it sounds like... From her perception, that he doesn't have that drive anymore. But she doesn't have it for him. She made that very clear. That's what I'm saying. She still has that drive. She wants sex, but not with that guy. Not with old Stuffy McStufferson. (laughs) Nothing worse than putting that uh, melted popsicle in there. Anyway, good luck. You're, You're in a disaster.
Just remain best friends. You're probably going to get D through the phone like Brady said. (laughs) Go until the wheels fall off. Uh, Dear Brady, my wife's best friend got dumped by her man. Uh, The guy drained her of all of her money, left her high and dry. She's jobless. Uh, She was basically a housewife while they were married for the last four years, and that was the design of it. He spent everything they've got, and he bailed. Uh, So we've helped her out and took her in. Uh, She is devastated. Oh, yeah. Dude also got her sister pregnant about a month after the breakup, and then her mother died in a car accident in December. She's been through the ringer over the last eight months. We've been there for her. But my question to you is, when is enough enough? I'm now six and a half months into letting her live at the house. Uh, She's a wreck. I don't assume she could wake up for a job in time, let alone do one if she had one. My wife's angry that I want her out. It's time to get her on her feet. Uh, And I'm just not winning this argument. How do I deal here? It's very touchy. Glenn, 29. He's only 29. And it's his sister? No, it's no, it's his wife's friend. Oh, yeah. And the, the ex-boyfriend or ex-husband, whatever he was, went off, ditched her high and dry, no money, no nothing, devastates her, and then gets that lady's sister pregnant. So he's stuck to the family forever. That's a mess. Um, do you kick her out? How do you get her out yeah, of the He's house? not going to be able to kick her out. No. You're stuck with a roommate forever? No, not forever. But, you know, it's... You're six months in. Just, she's still jobless. No, that she's she's definitely in a still in a depression. She's not waking up, and you know. Well, but tough enough, what is Buttercup. The, what is the threshold of pain for his wife? I mean, start how much you know, longer? Yeah. Bring that discussion in. Look, it's getting to the point where it's six and a half months. We can't continually do this. She's got to go. It's hurting our relationship. She's got to go. Whether it's hurting their relationship, well, or it'll not. start to affect Ow. it. Yeah, well, especially if he's not seeing her make an effort to like right. get up and get a job and start getting her own things right. together. Then, if you're not making an effort, hit the hit the bricks. You've Say done it. A, you've done enough. What? I'm going to play Brett some music. I know exactly what the answer is to this, <laughs> but you're the one that has to say it because it only makes sense. over your house. Exactly. That's true. Tell your wife that a Debbie Downer deadbeat friend has two weeks to get her crap together and get out. She's an adult. You've done what you needed to do. Be a man for God's sakes. Get her into an apartment. sister. And if your wife's like, she stays as long as I say she stays. Okay. I guess you're both single. Want a fresh one? You can't say hello to your new yeah. roommate. You can, mm-hmm. Exactly. You go, oh, good. You're happier together. Then I'm threatening to leave and you're going to stay with her. Okay. There you go. I I'm see. Out. Yeah, I see. I see where your priorities yep. are. Now we got to sell the house. Now, yeah, you see exactly where the priorities are. You're there to care for her. I'm telling you, it's time. You're not doing her any favors by six months later. She's still jobless. That lady should have had a job in the first month. A couple weeks, a month or yeah. two. I can. I understand. I get it. Yeah. But look, mom dies in the car yeah. crash. I could see yeah. it setting her back. But January started anew. Mm-hmm. Here we are facing May, and this lady still doesn't have prospects. Get her out. If she could start, uh, you know, cooking, cleaning, taking care of the house and stuff like that, <laughs> work, you know. Yeah, is she not even doing that? Yeah. Earn your keep. What Bray is saying is be a good woman. <laughs> work around the house. Good job. Well, it doesn't matter. Female, male. I'm sick of wringing out your pillows full of tears. If you had your buddy that had been into a depression like that. Oh, well, your uh, wife wouldn't have put up with that very Oh, long. no. Month. Tops. 
Your friend Dennis has to leave. It's been four weeks and he just cries all morning. Six and a half months, a long time. Uh, what, would, what would she be doing without you? She'd have to get a job. She'd have to stand on her own two feet. It might be hard, but life's hard. Now it's getting to the point where she might be milking it a little bit. Well, she's, she's allowed to be depressed. So she yeah. can ruminate in her misery because you're allowing it. Well, Chris just texted and he says, uh, tell that guy to send me the dumped lady's info. I'll cheer her ass up. <laughs> Unless she's a fastback, then I'm out. I'm like, wow. Chris, call her up and give us some of that Brady phone D we've heard so much about. That's what she needs. She needs to get up off her ass and get something done. When you allow someone to be sad all the time, they stay sad. <laughs> right? Keep feeding it. You keep feeding sad. Sad stays there. You water weeds, and guess what you've got a garden full of? Weeds. Tell his, you know, his wife, as her friend. You're not doing her any favors. Keep on letting your yeah. friend be in that depression. Right. It's sad. Well, I mean, they're the ones that have to get out on themselves, but. Right. But tell her she got to get a job. She got to go seek therapy. Got to do something. Yeah. Show me that you're on a path, not this. You know, every day I want to be sad, so I'm gonna be. Life stinks sometimes, and throws you a ton of curveballs. You just gotta toughen up, Buttercup. And this guy needs to be a man. How do I tell my wife I don't want this lady in here? You, you tell just her. Say, you just tell what her. You That's what Brett said. You just tell her. What's wrong with this guy? Say, what would she do? You know what she would do if it was your friend. Oh, did, yeah, yeah, that wouldn't oh, happen. Yeah. yeah, wouldn't happen. Or move one of your buddies in. <laughs> oh, <that's laughs> I didn't know we're just going to turn into a hostel here. Brett's going to live with us for a few months. <laughs> uh, dear Brady, finally, my '57 Ford F one fifty has four point one zero gears and a Dana forty four. I want them run three point fifty five. Is this simple? Do I need to switch to a different carrier to match the three fifty five? Sincerely, John. <laughs> It's a simple match. Yeah. yeah you don't want to. It sounds simple. Up. Yeah. You're running four tenths on Dana 44s. Is that a. What is this? Do you know? Yeah. The, the, it's the gear ratio. Yeah. How do you run to 355? Well, you got to change out the carrier. Is that hard? I, if it's a nine inch, it should be pretty yeah, easy. Yeah, it's pretty simple this change. Is good. Right, yeah, Brady and I both thought it was simple. Brett's making it clear that we were right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You want to get that done. I think that's. Then sell good. it. Yeah, and then offload that thing because you know what? It's running at 355s on 44s, man. I think that's great. Sure. What's better, running 410s or 355s on Dana 44? I, I don't know four wheel drive stuff, though, so that's, that's the kind of stuff that screws me up. But 410s are going to be, you're going to be uh, revved up higher than 350s. Oh, you want to go lower? So, like RPM wise. Yeah, yeah. So, so I don't know much so about four wheel drive gears, stuff. That's not me. Okay, that makes sense to me now. So I get low 220s, gears, 221s. Oh, yeah, I got to get those. Yeah, it's all ball bearings these days. <laughs> the, uh, you want to run lower RPM so when you're in low gears you can gas it a little higher to go two miles an hour and four low. Well, then you might want then you might want the four tens just because it'll be a, a quicker you know what? a quicker it'll, it'll pop. We could pop. argue about this all yeah, day. Yeah, and I you know <laughs> again four wheel drive stuff no clue. Like, I don't want to get into it with you. You don't know what you're talking about. Call ChatGPT over there. Yeah, yeah, ask ChatGPT. Yeah, that's that's a better idea. What would ChatGPT? I just know Dana forty fours are great. I know that's a great. That's what accent. I've heard. It's an awesome yeah, accent. Yeah. It changes everything. I've, I've, I've four wheeled without it, and I've four wheeled with it, and it's a drastic difference. So, I don't know what's going on with gear ratios. I didn't even know that was a thing till right now. That you put numbers on that, I thought it would be like one through ten, but it's evidently there's points in there, and I'm automatically out. Your truck sounds cool, man. 
probably not running, though, because you're dicking around with the undercarriage too much. Just pull that thing up in front of checkers, put it up on blocks, and, yeah. go, and start working start, on it. Start just lay they under it. That. Lay under it and get oily, man. It's proof you're a man. <laughs> I'll walk by and I'll go, I need a guy to fix something. Uh, it's 940. There you go. That is exactly what Brady did. I think he solved all your problems. And if you want an open relationship, uh, be Bogan at 98kupd.com. <laughs> it's the first place you need to check. It's 98kupd. He's into the phone D. <laughs> It's out of control now. What would Brady do is elicited quite a few emails and Sherry from the Suns game. She's becoming a legend down there at Footprint Center. She was before. Uh, she came over with the Footprint Center. She runs the uh, Dos Equis Beer Garden. Her answer to... Uh, the lady who is struggling with her fat husband's uh, soft penis and wants to have an open relationship. Sherry's simple answer, sort of like the female Brett. Bitch, buy a toy. Exactly. <laughs> you might try an open relationship for sex, but eventually it's going to ruin that great relationship. So vibrate it. And then she said, how about some heavy-duty psych meds for that loser roommate? Now, wow, Sherry is really on top of things today. I like Sherry. Yeah, Sherry gets it. I don't know where you Here just, you go. Here's a toy. Yeah, here's And here you go. Here's some pills. Here's some heavy duty psych meds. You get a toy? You get a toy? Where does he get the psych meds? Da, 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 with the question, sister. What are you working for 60 minutes? Take your psych meds. Somebody also thought it would be a fantastic idea that Brady starts his own company on the side of Brady's phone. Phone name. D? Yeah, Brady, just nothing better than sex operator Brady. <laughs> Hello? Hey, how are you today? Guess I'm okay. Want a little phone, D? I don't know what that is, man. That's where I take my ooh and I shove it in your... <laughs> How's that meat? <laughs> Lady, this sounds weird. I'm a boy. Oh, my God. <laughs> Wouldn't it be great if I gave a big fat lick to your... Ew. <laughs> Brady's phone, D, can I help you? <laughs> you should try it. Will you be a phone sex Sorry, operator Sorry, Father today? Dale, not oh, talking. Be awesome. I wonder what Brady's go-to crutch would be as a phone sex operator. I'm having a good time. I'm, I'm having fun. Are you having a good time? I am. I'm pulling my pud. You pulling your pud? <laughs> my anyway, man. I'm my man. How you doing? All right? What's up on your side of it, my man? I've said my name <laughs> ten times. Dude, if you could just shut up, we'd finish faster. Ah, I just like making friends. So, you heard the new Chad GPT show? <laughs> and then they get a nickname over the phone within 10 minutes. Look, Chief, I'm about done here making tummy puddles. You about to fill your reservoir? Well, I told you my name is Brian. Right on, Chief. Hey, Ryan. Brian. Well, whatever. Bry guy. <laughs> oh. Brady's phone D, 99 cents a minute. And you won't use all that minute. <laughs> uh, also, before we go, we have to let you know that the price that you were looking for this morning, $55.22. That was part of the Doug Hopkins price guarantee game this morning. Only about 100 people got it right. Thousands entered. So uh, in a little bit, they'll do a drawing, pull one of those 100 correct answers out. And get you uh, contacted, and you are going to be a qualifier for Doug Hopkins' $5,000 guarantee at UFest on May 6th. Easy peasy. 
And I said, James Strong just won the Metallica stuff? Yeah. James Strong just uh, emailed and said, oh, my God, did I just win? You just made my yeah. effing week. You got it. James, I want to see pictures of that turntable and that uh, stack of Metallica stuff and the autographs. I think that's awesome. Thanks for listening. Congratulations. See, when unlike Pratt, when we have a contest and then announce a winner, that winner is real. You actually get a prize. You actually get the prize, and you exist, which is the most amazing part of our 22-year run. That we uh, It was a long haul to overturn those olden days when Dave gave away prizes to non-existent. His raffles. Days. All right. Yeah. How many of those Hawaii trips did anyone go on? Zero is the answer. <laughs> and yet you dropped off money constantly. You should sue this radio station if you listened back in the 90s. We should be uh, standing in court. Statue of limitations probably up. I mean, I'm not, I would, I'd be on your side. As often as he made listeners give money to things that didn't actually exist. Found that out a few years later. Terrible human being. Terrible. I guess, you know, station wasn't getting the money. Had the nerve to write it off under his own donations because he put it into his foundation and then made it. Oh, oh, the crooked. I mean, you're talking about taxes that are due tomorrow. The crooked nature in which that man scammed the government for years. And yes, these are accusations. (laughs) And I will face the fire. (laughs) <laughs> anyway what are you gonna do uh it's time now for the entertainment drill it's brought to you by our friends at reactdefense.com the home of tactical black i just got an email from a girl a different melissa than the one that emailed about her husband's limp dick but uh melissa said she joined up with react defense last week her and her boyfriend can't stop going they're loving every second of it it's more than i uh sell when i tell you about it uh and she's excited and i'll tell you what once you get your foot in the door and start playing around you start realizing, oh, my God, there's so much more I can do. They've got the seminars. They've got a uh, women's self-defense course coming up, I think, in July. Uh, they have an active shooter seminar. Unfortunately, another one this weekend. Although, this one seemed more personal. It was a Sweet 16. Birthday party, and yeah. it was all teens they that were the injured. Like, they, they haven't caught him. Oh, really? But well, This morning on the news, they were saying, any help in this investigation, we'd love to know. As far as I know, maybe they caught him, but they need to know something else. But they were saying they need the public's help in finding answers this one was kind of like a by the way one too because yeah. it wasn't like the first thing i saw when i woke up i was like yeah oh uh, that happened right. too passed by yeah and it happened like saturday night too yeah. so it was like eh. six dead 28 shot uh crazy and some sweet 16 in alabama so you never know when that stuff's going to go and those active shooter seminars they put on at reactdefense.com teaches you just a few subtle things when you're in there and you're like oh my gosh this is great uh not um, not only that but day-to-day training that you get that uh, just changes you, just changes your mindset, makes you feel more confident. And confidence is the key to not being a victim, period. End of story. Uh, it's the Bad guys don't pick on people who look confident. They just don't. It's easy. Ask Russell Westbrook. He grabbed his dick to show his confidence last night. Dude stood up and said, I'm confident too. Now we got trouble. Uh, it was, it was, it's pretty amazing when you, you don't get picked on. That's it. I think he grabs that because he ends up clubbing people with it. Dude, that's his weapon. Yeah, his nightstick. Hold on that thing. It's like weird fight. Anyway, uh, that's a side. They don't teach you that over that react defense unless you got a big (laughs) one. I'm sure everything's a weapon if you're in trouble. So if you got a big one, then it'll hurt someone. Swing it like a giraffe's neck, I say. Uh, reactdefense.com. It's the home of tactical black Brady. Entertain me. It's really sad. On Friday, Ryan Seacrest said goodbye to Live with Kelly and Ryan. I know. Now Kelly's Nepo husband, Mark Consuelos, takes That's over. Right. Today is his first day. That's right. And the the Rippas will be on. Is, it, is he a Rippa, too? He's Consuelos, but Consuelos. he's not Consuelos Rippa. No. She's not Rippa Consuelos. Maybe that'll change. Could be. 
uh, the guys that uh, are working on the new James Bond flick, one of the casting directors says they're not looking for someone young. They want an old man. They want someone with a little more life experience. Idris Elba. They tried. They looked at a lot of young actors, but it just didn't have the gravitas. Daniel Craig was a great Bond. A great Bond. The last couple Bond movies stunk, but he's a great Bond. I like Idris Elba. I think that would be a good one. Jason Statham might be kind of good, although he's too short. Give him more money. Bring back Daniel. He won't do it. Like He absolutely won't do it. I love Daniel Craig. Everybody thought, has a price. I thought that's yeah, very true. But his price was like $30 million in the last one, so I think they're hey. like, we're not going higher than that. I could be bummed. I could drive a fast Aston Martin. Drive about. Fast and furious bond would be great. Who else would you think of? Man, I'm trying to think. Like a good British actor in his mids. Statham, Statham and Idris Elba are really the only ones John I can think Snow, of. Snow, way too young. and uh, He might not be bad. That's not a bad choice. He's just kind of... What's the Kip Harrington? He kind of did a spy, yeah. His name's Kip. I think that ruins the poster. Or Kit. Oh, it's Kit? It's worse. Kit Harrington is Bond. It's like, mm, is gay. How about the guy Hello. that was... Uh, that Hello, protecting- 007. <laughs> That's one higher than 6.9. The dude protecting uh, Dinklage, his little sworn guard. You don't remember In that the guy. Game of Thrones. Yeah, I don't remember him. He might be too old. And some people in Game of Thrones you could probably pick. Morgan Freeman will narrate about anything, but he don't <laughs> ask him to narrate Black History Month project. He ain't doing it. Nope. He says two things I can publicly. Pretty two this. things I can say publicly. Two things I don't like in this world, and that's prejudiced people and blacks. I'm tired of it. I won't even talk about them. It's horrible. Never Close, again. Morgan. Close, but... I don't know. I don't know, Sonny. I think I just said it, so it's pretty much the accurate statement. Whatever you're about to say is hearsay. <laughs> he says Black History Month is an insult. To He's going to relegate my history years. to a month. And then he also says African American is an insult. What does it really mean? Most black people in this part of the world are mongrels. I said it. Mongrels. Savage mongrels. That's what I said. You heard it here from Morgan Freeman, and he can't argue it. Somebody just texted him, how about Christian Bale is Bond? That's a good one. Yeah. He's very British. That's a good one there. I like that. As long as he doesn't do his Batman voice the entire time. I'm Bond. James Bond. Although it would be fun to watch. He's kind of been Bond with the suit, though, with Batman. So if you had, like, a bad guy, you'd compare him to when he fought Bane and stuff. Yeah. That's a good one, though. I kind of like that. I don't mind Christian Bale. I still think Idris Elba's the answer. They're going to go with Johnny Depp. God. (laughs) I'm Bond. Yes, I am. You never know what I could do. I pooped in your bed. King Charles finally got some people to sing at his coronation. Kaja Gugu and... No, he's got... Uh, <laughs> I was going to say, my that God. That would be incredible. Katie I would just Perry. hang myself at I point. would go. Ugh. Kaja Gugu at the coronation just the to see other people's show. faces. <laughs> shy, shy, hush, hush. Hi, King. No, if I was Charles and all I could get was Kaja yeah, Gugu, I'd no. hang myself. Well, just, I'm done. I'm done. Hey, young man, the crown is yours. I'm going to go <laughs> die now. The king is he's golden. The rumor has it that was uh, Lionel Richie was going to do it, but yeah. he's not. 
his fellow American Idol judge, Katy Perry, will. Why are they having Along Americans? Along with Andre Bocelli. And an Italian. Where's the British sensations? Like yeah. Adele. Or Oasis. <laughs> yeah, and that new, hey, Noel Gallagher's got a new song Both, out. I think they Fantastic. were Fantastic. Well, oh, are they? you don't want Oasis yeah. there because they'll speak their mind. Adele, though, hopping up there. Singing one of those sad breakup songs she's got. If the Sex Pistols a reunion there. Oh. God save the queen. Yeah. <laughs> hey, King Limp Dick, this one's for you. Oh, yeah, Johnny Rotten up there singing away. That'd be great. Yeah, I, I, why American people are singing at the coronation is, I don't get it. That should be a purely British event. And they've, and a lot of them have turned it down. Like over-the-top British. Hey, but still, they should never even tap into America. Well, shouldn't McCartney or Elton John or something? No, no, no. That. I know, but I mean, it's like, if you're going for the top. You'll never get Elton because of his ties with... Because of Princess Diana. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And he still thinks that they all killed her. Which they probably yeah, did. he wouldn't do it. But like Clapton. Mick Jagger would do it. Clapton, probably. You got so many British people to, to dip down into the Katy Perry pond. Is, that's dumb. Gary Glitter, now he's out. He's free. That's a catchy tune. <laughs> Do you want a Yeah. <laughs> I like that. Gary Glitter would be fun. I don't know. The king may not know. Stuart Copeland from the police says uh, the police, actually, the other members, Sting and um, Andy Summers, they all get along. Yeah. They're fine. They're good friends, just as long as they're not working together. Yeah, so long as they're not touring On or doing stage, music. Right. As long as they're not doing what we want them to. And he goes, but there is still a chance. I mean, he goes, I don't see in the long term, maybe we will get to get together and play a show. I'll give it a one in a million chance. Hmm. That's not high. One other thing, Brady, I don't understand about this whole Black History Month when people get so excited about. I don't want to be offended by it anymore. Treat me like a woman. Give them a month. They've done nothing for history. Black people have done plenty. Give us two months. And give ladies three weeks. And end it with Amelia Earhart. It's my favorite story. I'd like to narrate the last few minutes of her flight. Which basically are like, Amelia was over an area she could not recognize. She just didn't know where she was going. She asked her male navigator and he was too busy laughing at her flying skills. And then the next thing you know... He was gone. The navigator made it out. Nobody talks about that part. <laughs> they still can't find her. She's still lost. It's been a hundred years. This could be pretty cool. Stuart Copeland's actually uh, reimagined the band's catalog for an album called Police Deranged for Orchestra. Yeah. Right. And Ted Nugent announces his farewell tour. Oh, Adios, Ted. mofo. It's not coming to town that I see. This person disagrees with you wholeheartedly, Brady. Braun is a terrible choice for Bond. He has to be conventionally attractive. You picked a very ugly man. Jamie Lannister is a better choice. That guy's That'd pretty good. That'd be a good, good one. Yeah, know. Braun's yeah. kind of uh, definitely... He's disgusting been, to look at. ...been punched a couple yeah. of times. It's not a good not a good Bond. He was good in John Wick. How come I couldn't be James Bond? Brett, you'd watch Morgan Freeman as James Bond. I'd watch Morgan Freeman in anything. That's exactly right, Brent. You're a good man. <laughs> you understand how things work. I like that Black History Month. 
And the other Game of Thrones guy, uh, Lord Dickon, he was too young, I think. Dickon? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, those guys. Yeah, they're, they're, again, they're not traditionally handsome enough. Yeah, Lannister's a good choice. That's a good one. He's a good-looking man. Uh, that's it for us. We're all done. Larry's not here today. Shanman's back. Larry's uh, picking up awards, KUPD one somewhere up in Vegas. I think. I don't know what's going on. That's how big we are. We need yeah. Vegas awards. We're going to fly to our awards ceremony. I don't know what we've won, but I think we well, we're nominated for something good. I don't want to jinx it. It's supposed to happen tonight or tomorrow. Larry's got his fingers crossed. He's losing his mind. Be great. Uh, Shanman's coming up next. We're going to have more of the Doug Hopkins $5,000 price guarantee tomorrow morning. Now you know how it works. You can be a little bit better at guessing, but one qualifier today got themselves up on that stage at UFest May 6th and maybe gets $5,000 because of it. Listening online, you can do that too uh, on our app, and we'll choose somebody who listens a whole lot off of that. Uh, once you get hours in there, it adds time, it adds points. We'll pull a qualifier off of that as well. So six people total will be on stage May 6th. One of them leaves with Doug Hopkins five grand, thanks to our friend TV's Doug Hopkins, for that beautiful thing. Shanman's next. You guys have yourselves a great Monday. We'll see you tomorrow here in the morning sickness. So long. It's out of control now. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet Mesquite. Repeat, ericsfamilybbq.com.